Go for it, Tony. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Conscious Reconstruction. I am the host with the most, aka Tony Melbourne, aka Mr. No Friends, aka you know the vibes when a nigga won't hold your hand to help you da- out and hold you down. But I'm here with said nigga, aka <laughs> Just Charles. Uh, and we got Ash in the building. Excuse me, sir. I'm doing my intro. Just going to interrupt the intro. That's crazy. But we got wonderful Ash in the building. And uh, how was y'all week? I can talk now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to wake up into just 30 seconds and go. <laughs> oh, all right. Relatively fine. Someone's got to shoot that thing. Ernie. Oh, my God. <clears throat> Ernie. Hey, baby, mass hot. Just close it. How about that? All right. But it's been chill. What about you, Ash? How was your week? Busy. Busy as a bee. Tired. Yeah. Like, the fuck? What's Why got is you my tired life? Now? Well, I was talking about it when we was walking. So I did that in. And also, life, like, Oh my God, I took my clothes to be cleaned and folded because that's how busy I gotten. You know how much 60 pounds worth of clothes is to get folded? Not that much, but wash and fold it and dry it. It was great. Heavenly. 60 pounds worth of clothes. $70. $70? It's a little more than $10. A dollar a pound. It's not bad. Even though I had 60 pounds worth of clothes to wash, first of all. You let them build. You let them boys build up a lot. I, mean, yeah. I feel like that's part of the reason why women buy a lot of clothes. If she buys clothes every month, then yeah, she can let her build so, up. It was more so like a mental health thing. Like I was just for real cleaning like bare minimum. Like I kept my office clean bare minimum. Clothes, Riley would always get done. And then my clothes was just like, just do what you gonna be wearing. Like if a real guy, like now I understand when he was like, oh, depression and things like that. Like it piled up and I was just like, we got to take care of this. And I don't want to do it. <laughs> and I don't want to do it. So what are we going to do? If we're going to do this thing this one time. <laughs> classism and wealth at its finest. I'm going to pay somebody else to wash. Yo, that shit felt so good. I felt so bougie. Hello. There was a white lady that did it. Wash my clothes, you fucking peasant. It felt nice in my head. Yeah, look at her. I mean, how many hours well, did it take her to get it done? They didn't call me when it was done. So by the time I was like, oh, shit, they bought the clothes. I got to go get them clothes. So I don't know how long. They didn't call me when they was done. I was just walked up there and got my they shit. They probably got huge industrial washers. Yeah, it was just, they folded them. Not how I like to fold them, but they was folded as fuck. And I was like, damn, I'm going to have to ruin this. Because I don't have, I don't like just fold it this way. Wow. Uh, you don't like them folded that way? Because I hang up a lot of decent amount of things. Okay, then you just unfold them and you hang yeah. them up. Yeah. And then Riley's jeans was folding like, that's such a woman thing, sorry. But anyway, just yeah. know that Ash did something. That is definitely, no, no, we're not leaving uh, that. No, hell no, hell no. No. We gonna stay on the fact that she mad that it's not folded the right way. That no, is, it wasn't that it was how, folded, no, just no, not mm, how I did it. That's how, mm. <laughs> It's not the wrong way. I was just like, oh. I don't know how this gonna fit in her drawers. That it's is folded a this way. Very, very I kept them folded that way. I didn't unfold the clothes. I'm like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> Women are super particular, and I appreciate that at restaurants <laughs> when my order is wrong and they turn into miniature demons. <laughs> I don't understand dudes who who can't draw that line. Me neither. I don't. 
understand how it is to just be like, I do it hey. all the time. What? It's just like, oh, someone gives me my food that's fucked up. Then yeah, you'd be like, excuse me, yeah, can you just fix this for me? Answer it this way. I don't understand. Like, my I brother do that shit all the but time. I like when she do it. Nah. It's nice. Like, I don't look at her. necessarily. Look her letting her know. Because the way she do it, she she upset. She mad for you. <laughs> she see your play wrong and like, I'm not, not, you know, I'm going to get this changed. I'm not doing that shit. And I, I would tell I my brother, that. he was like, oh, you got it wrong. I'm like, just tell him. He was like, no, that's cool. I'm not about to defend you in public. The fuck? You're a grown ass man out here not defending your fucking food. What the hell wrong with you? You don't give a fuck. Neither should I. That's weird that niggas just be like, no, that's cool. Nigga, you allergic to tomatoes. What? I mean, generally the way I am, I really don't care unless it's mayo or cheese. Other than that, it's not a big deal. Those things, I'll say something like, If it can be taken off, it can, it's fine. But yeah, like, other things, cheese and mayo, that's there forever. Oh, yeah, no, I'm still not about to defend you. That's weird. But I will be like, why don't you say something? You'd be like, I don't care. You'd be like, are you sure? You'd be like, yeah. I'm like, oh, that's done with me. Nah, cheese and mayo, I'm saying something. Anything else? If you want to, if you want to correct them, bet. But he went and took yeah, a whole sandwich back. They especially if you they delivered like, oh, it, and he's just like, yeah, oh, no. now I got to drive up here. Yeah, they delivered a sandwich and had cheese on it, and I drove That's- to the place. It's like uh, y'all delivered this, and it has cheese. And I don't eat cheese. Yeah, so no, no I will it. defend myself when it's something that is like egregious. But like, if it's just like they put onions on something, and I didn't ask for onions, I'm not tripping about that. Yeah, no, I'm that not. shit is petty. Like, but if you want to say something, I appreciate that you want my order <laughs> yeah, to be exactly that. right. So I'm gonna let you say something. But no, I actually don't care that much. But Man, I think that you shit tell is me amazing. You don't give a fuck. If you tell me you do, you care. turn into my fucking Medusa. Snakes come in, <laughs> bitch, turn into stone when you get to talking to her. She be, I, 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 let me get the plate. I'm not doing that yeah, shit. No I food love it. That's great. No, I'm not doing that shit to the food worker. That's just, it's just like, oh, mistaken error. Unless you keep fucking up, then that's when I'm going to get mad. That's the error right there. Like, I can't understand. Like, steak and shake. I had to go in that line because you already know how steak and shake is not fast. Like, you waiting at least 15 minutes for your stupid ass burger. So, if I got to come through this line twice, I'm pissed. <laughs> Someone, I'm coming it's just in. smash burgers. I don't understand why they take so goddamn long. But if you get the, like, okay, the first time I go around, I'm like, oh, I really didn't want it like this. I'm going back in and I got to wait. If I got to do it the second time, you hear my voice. Well, now I'm upset. Well, no, I don't understand why, why I take a steak twice. And it's long. It's not like a McDonald's long where it's like machine like. Yeah, like where it's keep going. It's just like for real. You had me out here waiting for you to fuck up twice. Oh, oh so you niggas is dumb. Now you want me to say something. <laughs> I would have just went inside. I wouldn't have stayed in line at that point. Whoopsies. Yeah. I saved it. Look at that. But skills. No, no, I just go inside when something is messed up. You know, I used to work at Burger King, and now I'm just like, don't spit on my food, please. Let's not make this hard now. Let's not make this hard. (laughs) Working at Burger King, spitting on your earrings. I never did that to nobody's food, but I'm not going to say I didn't see anybody else (laughs) spit somebody's food. Which Burger King were you working at? (laughs) It's gone now. It's one in Lakewood. It's done for. It's the Starbucks now. That's terrible. Yeah. But also... I can't do that to nobody's shit. But I also know that sometimes just errors just be made. So I'm not about to be in nobody's face like, hey, can you just fix this for me, please? I mean, yeah, sure. There's certain, I mean, there's so few things that I can't deal with. Mm-hmm. Like when I go out and about and actually get food from other places, like for burgers and stuff like that, depending upon where I'm getting up, getting it from, I do get mail because half the times their burgers be so goddamn dry to the point where 
Right. <laughs> it's just like y'all need this mayo. Y'all depend on this mayo. Y'all depend on this vegetable oil and eggs whipped together. No. No. <clears throat> Don't put that on my burger. It's or just like anything. but at nauseum if the burgers are fine, I'm never gonna get it on there. If like it's if I not fine, I'ma just put more ketchup on it. I don't want to taste them like a like if I go to Five Guys, I don't put mayo on anything because it, you don't need it. No. If I go to McDonald's or like Burger King, I'm just going to assume that they fucked it up enough to the point where they probably need the mayo. No, I don't want no mayo on it. Fuck that. I'm out of here. Because <laughs> I don't hate it that much to the point where it's just like. No, it's trifling. I can't consume it on anything. Like I eat tuna fish and that's really about. But that is the only thing I actually make with mayo. It's a part of it. Uh, Whereas. Like. BLTs, who needs mayo? Do y'all like Miracle Whip or no? No. No. Oh, What's okay. the point? Because I thought it was like some nigga shit. Like, oh, you niggas like Miracle Whip, but don't like mayo. No. I hate both. Them <laughs> bitches is trifling. Putting sweetener trifling inside your egg fuck. and vegetable oil Yo, whip Miracle stuff. Whip. Yo, you forced to eat that as a six year old because that's all niggas want to eat. And then I grew up like, I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> Why did. Do nah. black people really love Miracle Whip? Yeah, it's like, well, when I grew up, like, Miracle Whip, like, they would look at you funny, like, why would you put mayonnaise in a sandwich, nigga? Miracle Whip's sitting right there. And as a kid, you're like, well, I don't want to be shunned out the fucking village. I guess I'm going to put this Miracle Whip on my, my sandwich. Well, first things first, that would involve my father actually buying name brand anything when, when I was a child. Bro, your father like that, too? Oh, my it's God. It's like mayonnaise. <laughs> yes, it just say mayonnaise. Real mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> I mean, for most of it, like, it really, de- it, really, it really depends upon what you're getting. Mm-hmm. For, like, condiments and stuff like that, probably never really got anything. For yeah. some reason, we're real barbecue sauce snobs. That means, like, for some reason. That shit got to be on point. You I like, like making pit? my own barbecue sauce. So I never I. made <clears throat> barbecue sauce before. It's just. Sometimes I'll cheat and use, like, uh, generic base. barbecue sauce as a base and then flip that into something because I'm still going to add the apple cider vinegar I'm still but I might not have like the molasses and like certain other things to like thicken it up but you can make like a more uh, it's not wet but it's I guess a thinner a thinner uh, barbecue sauce that <laughs> way wet yeah <clears throat> but I don't like thin barbecue sauces really like and thick yeah like open pit fucking disgusting open pit is only here for real yeah this shit is nasty but yeah no it's not good not at all. You know what? I don't see a lot of craft. Craft gross too. Like craft kind of like stopped doing like all the barbecue sauces and things like that. They just yeah. kind of do the macaroni and cheese from what I see now. Like you don't really see a lot of the <laughs> other products. Like they used to be like, all I remember when place. you was a kid, you would get the craft fucking barbecue sauce. They had dresses. They had everything. And yep. then slowly it just disappeared. I still see the dresses. Because I feel like they bought the other things. And, and just renamed other things. They just... Kept stop the producing their own and just let them do their things because it's like I'm Kraft but we own we own Miracle Whip so it means why do we need to make Kraft Miracle like that's like, true they might have done that I don't I haven't that. really looked into like their business practices over the years so they could mm. own like I think they own Vel- I think they make Velveeta mm. okay the fakest of cheese any Shit. cheese that like shakes Velveeta is like a professional what you know you shouldn't use um, actual shredded cheese on anything, really. Like, if you're trying to melt it. Yeah. Because there's, like, a plastic film around it. Oh, for real? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what keeps it, like, 
not sticking together and like in its shape. I thought it was like a powder, but it's like a plasticky type substance. I knew about the binder so it could stay unstuck, but I didn't know it was like plastic. Oh, I just put only time I eat shredded cheese is tacos. I actually cut back on cheese a lot, and it's not that great for you. I was just realizing like I could do without all this fucking cheese. I mean, it's ultimately another one could of those things. All this shit. I only eat it on pizza, sometimes burgers, but I don't even get it on burgers most of the time unless I it go just to don't be feeling no more like. Whatever. Cheese has never been feeling. I love me. cheese. I was a huge cheese, and I'm just like. But cheese has just always been like, all right, I'm adding the savory, savory, then some type of sweet, so some type of barbecue sauce or steak uh-huh. sauce or something like that. But that's also because I'm a very persnickety cook. Yeah. So, it's just like, oh yeah, that's another thing I learned from a very early. It's like a pair. I don't know. That was something I learned by accident is that by cooking for women, apparently they can find that very charming. But I was very odd. I remember when I, well, <clears throat> you probably weren't there. What? Because you're younger than me and Aaron. Yeah. Um, it was a night we all were out on Coventry and we were super drunk. So we go back to Aaron's house. Preen or Price? Preen. Okay. And it's me, Aaron, Evo, Ariel and Nia. Okay. And Jones. All right. That's a real interesting breakdown for reasons that don't need to be said. Yep. <laughs> so I make breakfast for everybody at four o'clock in the morning. Cause I was like, hey, you mind if I cook in your kitchen? No. And if was like, no, he's like, if you make enough for everybody, I don't care what you do. <laughs> <laughs> Bet. Went in there. Made French toast, scrambled eggs, bacon, had some cut up uh, potatoes. BJ probably came downstairs like. No, he ain't even come down. But them niggas was like, this is amazing. You made a great breakfast. Yes, I am a good cook. I don't like to cook. I like cooking. (laughs) So I get in cooking moods, but I'm too creative for my own good sometimes. Yeah. I treat cooking like a creative experiment. And sometimes I take things too far. I'm like, ah, you ruined the dish. You you push, you you took it to the edge, and then you went right over that bitch. Like now, one thing that I've made that's really good is like this purple chicken. You soak um chicken in like a uh sweet no a sweet red wine for like a day. Not interested. <laughs> The mm-hmm. entire thing is purple when you cut into Obviously. it, everything. It's, it's amazing. It was good. It's good. So it's juicy. It was hella good, bro. I'm telling you. Like, but yeah, it's weird shit that I'll do like that. It's like sometimes it's a hit, sometimes it's a miss. And but I only get in those cooking moods. Like I made a whole meal out of like cinnamon where the cinnamon was the theme. Like that flavor. So there was cinnamon in probably like everything. Well, we in America use cinnamon differently than the people who came up with cinnamon. How do they use it? Uh, and a lot more stuff. Why? Yeah, like curries and shit. Yeah, they put it in curries. They put it in pretty much everything, whereas we just pretty much put it in. Oatmeal. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I put it in like this. I made. Um, Man, that made me want some curry. Thanks a lot. Chicken with. Sorry. I got to go get buttered chicken. You ever had chicken breast where you slice it open and then like. Stuff it with cheese. I mean, flay it and pretty much make chicken cordon bleu. Not with the sauce, though. 
probably not what. Well, we don't like blue cheese, Tony. Yeah, so no, I didn't do the salsa breaded, but I flayed it open, filled it with cheese on all of them, um, a cheese and like cinnamon mix, um, topped in with cheese. Yeah, I'll cook cheese dishes. Didn't eat none of this shit. Fed it to my mom and Marcus and them, and I was like, all right, here y'all go. I don't want this. Made this giant ass salad that had like um, cinnamon roasted uh, almonds in it. Yeah, I just and there was like a cinnamon. Um, oh yeah, we gotta arrange that. We gotta have you and uh, Frank Frank do that shoki geki. Yeah, because I'm better than him. You were a lot at the. You know, I don't know if you know what Frank does. Frank works yeah, in fine dining. Think? Yeah. Yeah. That's what he wants to be a chef. So I'd be totally about to go up here and like this nigga doesn't know how to make chicken. I make a better chicken there. This nigga also knows how to make real uh God, why can't I remember why can't I remember the name of that creamy bacon dish with pasta? Carbonara. Yeah, he knows how to make actual carbonara. So I know. It's delicious. <laughs> Me and him talked to, about it when he learned how to do it and him going to get taught how to do it. Like, I've chronicled and followed Frank's journey. Like, I'm there every step of the way. I know what this nigga can do. I know I'm going to smoke that nigga in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what y'all want me to My say. My mind was not changed. Yeah, like, swayed. <laughs> I, I know this nigga. I know what he do. And, uh, him and that other cooking nigga, Jones, they both can get smoked in the kitchen. They don't want to smoke for real. <laughs> All right. Well, on this episode of Conscious Reconstruction. <laughs> oh, we are talking about, um, which actually does kind of go to Ash's classism and taking her uh, bags I and dirty to. clothes. You didn't have to. You chose I to. I had to. No, no, no. No, I had to. It was pretty much resetting herself back to zero. Exactly. She had... Okay, easy I have a question. What's that? What do people do when they can't afford to do that and they feel like you felt? They wash some clothes, right? All right, cool. So back <laughs> to what I was saying. <laughs> hey, would y'all be like, no, she had to. I never said I she had to. I said it, it like, was resetting when she makes herself up the back price, to I'm zero. like, um. <laughs> sure. Right, this sounds great. Right. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I, I like, know. Um. <laughs> I want to talk huh? about financial languages. And what I mean by that is, like, how you interact with money and your, like, spending habits and the way that you feel like you deal with money. So, first, I, I feel like I've been scammed. Stop! I thought I was going to get something new, and you just creatively worded it in a way that I wouldn't already have the whole conversation before I got there. You're doing this on purpose. No, because it's going to go into something else. Okay. So, what do y'all, what do y'all think y'all financial languages are? I know I'm a spender. I'm not a saver. I will spend. Spend. <laughs> More of a saver than a spender. Yes, yeah, I can't. I don't know what it is. It don't click in my brain that like there's a rainy day coming. You should save. I'm not nah. saving for the funny thing is I'm not okay. saving for a particular rainy day. It don't matter, but God emergencies happen, and I don't be saving for none of Anytime them. Anytime I bump my arm on the bruise, it hurts. And yeah, that's what bruises do. It's large and cumbersome not to be able to move it my really arm. It really is like a half sleeve on this nigga's arm. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm like, I thought it was like a skateboard accident. That's how bad this shit is. Yeah, I would just like to be. That's it's like for my veins. That is the one thing I got from karate is a very high pain tolerance for actually. Just it doesn't hurt. Through. It's just annoying. It's like niggas in pain. Y'all so weird. Like, y'all just fuck? be like oh, this hurt. Yeah, y'all don't never like be like pain. y'all. That hurt like a bitch until somebody shoots y'all. They're oh, like no, this shit just you know some shit hurts. Kind of nuisance. I actually would say men. 
Men's pain threshold is probably lower than most women's. For real? Shit, yeah. No, okay. Like, when I cut my finger, the only thing that saved me is the fact that when it sliced through so quickly, there's a delay in your nervous system's response to Mm -hmm. let you know what happened because they've been severed. Right. So I immediately ran down fully thinking, like, all right, I got to get this underwater and get it clean before I start to feel it. And so I was able to make it all the way to the bathroom and get started working on it before, like, the pain set in. Yeah. But I knew once the pain that was terrible. It was, I hated that shit. No, no, no. Ah! That, that hurt. That hurt. That hurt. That's and shit, it's still tender. Thing. It hurt all the time. Like, if I smack it, like, right here, that shit hurt. No, no. <laughs> so, no, certain things hurt. This is just, like, constantly irritating. It's like a constant reminder, like, hey, you got something here. I'm like... But you're not something for real that I can't really use my arm, so I don't be thinking about you with you always like, hey, but I'm here. Mm. But yeah, no, I guess um, going beyond saving and like being a spender in terms of financial language, how do y'all view like the flow of money? Like, do you need your checks to be like stable and incoming like every two weeks or ha- and have like a consistent um, pay I need cycle? A consistent like, average. You need a consistent average? Yes. I just need my average amount of money to equal out of about this every single month. Because I operate on a month-to-month basis, not a week-to-week basis. Um, I don't need it to be anything as long... Well, I guess I have goals. So you operate on a benchmark basis. You need to be having yeah, this much money. I have set a goal for myself. Basic things usually get covered. But I usually set a goal, like a daily goal to earn this much amount a day. Sometimes I hit it, sometimes I don't. But do I need that? No, not really, because you don't. I'm not really guaranteed that I'm going to hit my goals every day. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could make double what you planned on making on the previous day and the next day. And it's just like, that's the reason why I like averages as opposed to like day-to-day goals, because day-to-day goals feel, makes me feel a lot worse. As opposed to, you need to work on this for 10 hours by the end of the week. As opposed to, you need to work on this two hours a day. Yeah, so you can imagine how I feel when I don't hit my goals. <laughs> now, I don't beat myself up no more about my goals, but... Keyword, um, no more. Look hmm? at growth. What? You got to celebrate growth. You said no more. So clearly you were doing it before and yeah. you stopped. So, right. so now I'm just like, well... If I can just get my basic, the basic needs out the way, I'm good. Anything else is extra. Um, But I wouldn't say, like, I don't know. I had to get out the mindset of spending like I was going to get paid every two weeks. That was something to overcome, too. Like, now I can't save. Like, now saving. Like, I could have set a set amount of saving if I was doing every two weeks. I can't do that now. So I don't know what the fuck's going to be happening. You well, know what I mean? The only suggestion I have for that is to always treat it like at the beginning of your next month, you're working from zero and you have to work your way back up. Even if you know you have a buffer. Yeah. Don't treat the, don't treat it like there is a buffer and that buffer will grow up. That's pretty much what had happened with me. And it's just like, depending upon whether or not I, think I get this next job, if I get the next job, then I get to go for a weekly paycheck somewhat. But I'm still going to probably act like I'm making the amount of money that I am now because I don't need to spend that amount of money on anything else. Yeah, so no, I'll be riding the tides. Like, if it's high, I'm definitely spending. It's really hard for me to save. I'll be trying. 
Yeah, I, I can get up to a certain point and then something either happened or I'm just like, well, I'll just take this little bit here, a little bit here. After I didn't spend all of the fucking money. <laughs> like, I also. Like, I was like, bitch, how you do this? How we, why are you halfway down again? I'm sorry. I feel like Kite, when he went away, like, I'm sorry. I don't understand. Why are you mad at me? <laughs> no, that's fair. How do y'all feel like y'all parents' uh, financial languages are? Oh, my God. Same thing. My mother's is the same thing as mine. These niggas, instant gratification all day. What about your dad? My dad's relationship with money is very different because the way our household works is pretty much we have a set amount that needs to come in every week in order to make sure all the bills are paid. And then he pays that amount. But I don't necessarily like the way that my parents deal with money because it's not it doesn't incentivize more, but it well, also... Wait, to, wait, wait before you get into that. Just tell me how we do it. <laughs> I already told you how we do it. So he just... Weekly amount, and then yeah. that's what he pays. So it's and not an average like yours. Well, I mean, I don't keep track of my father's money all like that, but... No, just um, from, like, what you've seen. Like, obviously, you probably don't like how, dollars That's how they but. interact with, my, in terms of my parents. There's a certain amount of money that needs to come into the household, and then that money is dispersed from the household. And then after that, it's his money to kind of do with it as he will but it's generally i always suspect that it's just like because he runs his own business you have to have a certain degree of buffer because there's a possibility that you don't always have like you can make fifteen hundred dollars one week you can make a thousand dollars the previous week but you need twelve hundred and fifty a week so mm-hmm. you didn't kind of need to keep track of that other 250 bucks from the previous time so it's just like you just have to, you always have to treat it like you need more. And that's kind of the reason why I don't always like, I always don't like the situations that you feel like you're in as an entrepreneur because the money can stop coming. So it means you're always incentivized to just go, 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 go. Exactly. How do you, so now that you've like articulated what you think your financial language is, how do you feel you deal with other people inside of relationships when they don't have the same financial language as you. And how would you deal with that long-term? Like, I think Ash, I guess you can probably speak to that better than Charles. I don't know if you've like, I disqualified women based on the way that they deal with money. It's just like, I'm dead serious. That's really important though, because I remember like rich niggas would talk about after they get to a certain point, after they get like, past the whole stage they didn't have all the hoes and shit like that then they start getting it like this bitch keep mailing her car she's stupid like check her credit score like things like that they start learning like your fat ass wasn't really worth it in the end because all you wanted to do is take so that's actually really important I actually support that Like it wasn't even necessarily that you're all you're doing is taking it's just like the way you value money the way you spend money what you do with it like how do you budget yourself yeah like when do, when do you say is enough is enough? Because it's just like, just because I get paid, let's say $2,000 a week, yeah, doesn't mean we need to spend $2,000 every week. But some people legitimately live that live their lives like that. It's just like, all right, it's like refilling a gas tank mm-hmm. where $2,000 is tops with, that you could have. Where it's just like, no, like ideally we would like to save up and we would like to get a down payment for a house or we would like to get a uh some type of 
We would like to save up because my goal for my next car is to probably just pay for it all cash. I know it's not the best thing to do for my credit. I'll probably get a loan and then set up the loan. So that means that I can pay it off immediately and then laugh at the loan company. <laughs> yeah, no, as far as long term and somebody got different financial goals than you, it could be a fucking wreck because. Like you said, you don't know how to plan for the future. You really fixated on now. I can't stand that shit. Like, especially if you have goals and you tell me about them and you're not doing shit to boot towards them goals. Like all it would take is you to save like $50 a week for like three months and just stash it away. And you just don't want to do that for yourself. That would let me know, like you wouldn't save for like an emergency fund because you can't even take care of yourself <laughs> to, you know what I'm saying? Or just things like that. No, that's really important. Like, you got to watch how, or, no, because I don't even want to say, like, if you come across an emergency, could they scramble up the money? Like, why you got to scramble up the money? If you had the money already, why don't you? Yeah, like, why are we in a rush now? Like, why are you making me panic? Because you panicking. Well, it's like, well, I wasn't expecting, it's just like, like, I automatically assume that I should probably have $1,000 at all time just in case something happens with my car. Yeah, see, like, that's important to me for somebody to understand that because it's going to happen. Something's going to happen. The refrigerator, what happened if the refrigerator go out? What happened if there's a big fucking hole in the roof? We just sitting here looking stupid. <laughs> like, come on now. Well, I'm well, just not about to do that. A lot of people rent their places. That means if there's a big fucking hole in the roof, call your landlord. And yeah, but that's landlords. not the life that I'm going to be living. So <laughs> I need someone to have, like, the buffer to know, like, you know, at least if I have a woman. They at least know that I got a daughter. What if something bad happened? Even in your own life before I came, what were you going to do? Like, what were you going to do if your engine just decided, like, today is not the day. Bye. Like, you don't know how to take care of yourself. That shit is super important. Like, even I, like I said, I even though I admit to, like, not being the best saver, I still have a savings. So I know some stupid shit gonna happen. But I still have it. It's not as much as I would like. So you both don't think you could date someone that is like an excessive spender? What if all their bills are paid? That's just the bare minimum. That's not cutting it no more. Well, okay, all your bills are paid. All right. So the way that I've been taught to exist inside of my life is... Do you have 30% of the 33 to 40% of your car's value saved at a in particular time because that's the amount that's the amount that you can be expected to spend on maintenance over time in your car. Do you have that saved? No. Then your all your bills aren't paid cuz that's going that's a bill inevitably. Yeah, and that's like 50% of the fucking battle. Like that's bare minimum. What if they have all of the monthly maintenance planned out and paid? All the monthly maintenance? Yeah, so they said, I, I know the things that are expected. I plotted that out, and so this month I'll get paid this month, and that's when I'll take this. So, no, it's not safe, but it's budgeted into my my thing. And then somebody <clears> hits <throat> your car, and you have a pre, and then you have to pay a $500 deductible that you don't have. It's just like people do stupid stuff, even if it's not your fault. No, I haven't. I just don't have a savings. So I, I'm well, no, it's just like there's... Like, if you don't have a savings and it's just like, say you pay for all that stuff on your car and then your car gets hit. Yeah, and then... But then you don't have that $500. I get paid in two weeks. And no, what I'm saying is, so let's say the person... How are you going to get paid if you so, can't get but to work? What I'm, you're going to catch the bus or Uber. But what I'm saying is, let's say the person... Isn't that they don't make enough money to pay for all these things? 
they just choose to when there's not a life event happening to spend it spend it frivolously. So their check can cover the five hundred deductible, no problem, and they can still cover all their bills. But if there's no five hundred dollar deductible that month, they're gonna blow that five hundred dollars. But it's just like the five hundred dollar deductible is on like is a unknown expense. But what I'm saying is, so if, yes, it's an unknown expense, but if you have the leeway financially to just blow, let's say, $1,000, and so the 500 pops up, and you're like, all right, well, this month I can only blow half of what I would normally because I got to pay this 500. And so they do that, and they still blow the 500. And next month, nothing happens, and then they, so they, through the whole month, they blow the whole $1,000. I mean, but my thing is, that would be if that happened at the top of the month. Well, like, it happens in the middle because they get paid twice. Yeah, they get paid twice. So you only have to wait so for means, a check. You only have to so wait two weeks spent, for a check. You spent your first thousand dollars, and it because it's also like how quickly do you spend a thousand? Do you spend it all? No, pretty let's much say all they spend the first five hundred progressively. Over Regardless time. of when it happens, it's only going to be a two week delineation for them to need to work. But it's like, well, my check, my check covers it. What if you get fired? You're never stable. It's just about the discipline. How you dealing with your it's money? Like you it's how you dealing with life. You don't <laughs> control your own destiny. You no, know, how you dealing with money is how you dealing with life. One of those things. If I learned anything, it's two things that I watch for a man. How they spend their money and how they treat women. If you, they can't get these two things right, they can't discipline themselves to just save. Then they're not going to discipline themselves with you. They're not going to discipline themselves with other women. Any little flyby thing is going to catch their attention, and they're going to go that way. You're like, excuse me, we have a whole thing going on. Oops, my bad. Like a child, I don't have time for that. That is not... It's not an excuse no more. I get it. 50% is just paying your bills, but the other 50% is having the discipline to save up well, for You can spend 25% of the rest of your... Of your overall or just money having the discipline to just be like, all right, I'm going to save the other 25%. First, like, and then just be like, all right, now I had a leeway to have fun. But for real, like, if you just not catching on, like, at this point, like, if you got the extra thousand, it's your money at the end of the day. No one can really tell you. But for me personally, that just lets me know how much discipline you got. If they got the <clears> extra thousand and they save 250 and blow 750, mm-hmm. do you feel better about it? Depending on how much you already had saved before. If you had enough to like the emergency saving was like five thousand dollars, that's perfect. I don't give a fuck what you do after that. <laughs> that's cool because that's covering a pretty hefty amount of things. But that, that is, would make me feel comfortable if you had already had it saved up. If you ain't got nothing saved up and you just got twenty fifty dollars and then let's say they've been working for you that's three weird. months before you and mm-hmm. they got what that's to yeah they have a seven hundred fifty dollars and they about to have a thousand dollars now because they're gonna say they next two hundred and fifty. Mm-hmm. Well, so how do you feel about that? So they've shown consistency in saving for over the three months, but it's still only two fifty each month. They're not putting no extra. No, you got to keep going. What the fuck? What no, they're gonna keep stop? doing it, but it's they're not gonna stop. They're gonna just, but it's not gonna. They're not gonna raise it and go hook. higher than. No, no, I'm yet. saying they're gonna keep going. But do you expect them to? You say they're gonna more? put two hundred and fifty dollars in, in month? there every month. Every month, right. no, no more, no more, no less. And when you meet mm-hmm. them, they only got seven fifty in the savings. Mm-hmm. So how do you feel about that mindset if they're going to move forward like that? Well, they've only been ex- they've only had this job for for three months, which, by the way, is a very wild thing, because at that point, you're still not stable at your job. So why aren't you just saving? Why are you not just saving? Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, like, that's not going to convince me of nothing. That's like, like, well, what you going to do when you got this job or something? Like, dude's been working for five years at this point. is stable. Yeah, three months. You're on a probationary period. So now you're still on a probationary right, period with say, me. Let's <laughs> say he's been there for a year. 
Then I usually have, I don't know, it's a thousand, what's 12 times 12, 250? Y'all know math. Because, oh, 12 times 250 is... is you should have twenty five, uh, three thousand dollars Yeah, about $23,000. So that's, that's a good enough, friend. Okay. You can start now. You know, but I mean, I, like I said, I can't tell nobody what to do. The way I, I want me to feel comfortable. The way I would exist now, I've had a decent job once. I spent a lot of money then, and I probably, like, I would redo it now, but that, that's, it's too late. But So for I you, would, a quarter of the income is, or that free money needs to be saved at least. Yeah, before you can start being like, all right, we're comfortable now. I know I can take care of something if something bad happens. Oh, Mine has just been minimally forever. Because I don't understand, like, damn, you ain't learned yet. Like, this fly-by-night shit, like, why do you have to rush and put yourself under so much pressure to just take care of something that you could have taken care of a while ago? Like, we have to stop this. I don't want to carry this into the future. I don't want to teach my child this. I don't want to be What if they don't feel stressed? What do you mean they don't feel stressed? Just what I said. What if they, like I said, have the... Thousand dollars a month. Even know that it's gonna come stress. in. Know that why do we gotta go through this drama? And know that all right. Well, I'm gonna just get this Uber out of. I spent three fifty this um, so far of my five hundred that I was about to spend this month. I'm gonna use the rest of it for Ubers, and then when I get my check, I'm gonna use the other five hundred to get my car back. Well, if I'm around, I'm going to be stressed because <laughs> what? What are you talking about? The, well, my problem with the way that they're spending money is that you have that no too. actual tangible gain from the money that you put in. Or even just the drama. Like, why are you chasing drama? Why can't we just chill? I mean, I don't necessarily think it's drama. It's just like all, all of your gains that you have are superficial. Even if it's the drama just going out and being like, well, I got to go get this now. I got to go fucking run around like a chicken with my head cut off to go grab a thousand dollars why why are we doing this <laughs> you just take care of it please because now you're ubering every well my biggest thing now you're ubering every day so man now you're depending upon the uber getting there on time what if the uber doesn't get there on time and then you get to your job late i'd uber early that means you'd uber early yeah, and just get there earlier and, and spend a little time up there i would say that doesn't necessarily match this per that's this person's overall like mo because if he was a Lotter like that, he probably would have just had the five hundred dollars to begin with. That's what I told you. It's a mindset. Watching it, how like, they spend their money and watch how they deal okay, with well, women. Let's say they don't have the Uber and they <clears throat> get to work late. Um, most jobs have a point system, so it's not going to get fired right away. Well, it depends upon what type of job you're dealing with, uh, and it depends upon the type. Of, I assume type that of since this, that this is a regular person, we're talking that he's working at like uh, Amazon. Uh, Cisco is one of the warehouses around here or whatever something right, like that we're going to Cisco it really just kind of it really kind of depends it's just like it's all that would also mean you, you haven't been late before which are also possibilities it's just like why would you allow why would you ever allow randomness to fuck you up inside of that way yeah, just like when it doesn't have to. I told you it's a mindset thing. How you deal with your money is how you're gonna be dealing with life. So if that's your that's your steez to be running around like that all the time. Have because at it. like those types of because those are like whenever I see people who are operate like that, those are the people who typically propagate excuses. Yeah, just because it's like well my car broke down this? and this happened and that happened, and it's just like, well fuck. That's unfortunate. But that's not really my problem. Just undisciplined as fuck. Like, at a certain age or after a certain time in your life, we won't say age, after a certain time in your life, if you're just not tired of it, then you probably never will. And 
That's okay. But like, that wouldn't be the person for me to be spending time with like that. And even with the point system, every single job says they can terminate you at any point in time without cause. I know. So even though you're like, if you decide to show up late at a critical time, they can just be like, yeah, you're canned. And you can just have some bad luck. So it's just one of those things where I'm like, why would you, why would you allow it to act? Our RNG or just random things to enter into your situation where you don't have to. Yeah, them type of people like the drama of life, just like to be swayed here and that's just fine. Like, <laughs> but also, you have no go actual, away from me. <laughs> you have no tangible gains from spending this money in the way that you're spending it. Like, yeah, I'm just blowing money. So that means you know you're just blowing money. You're setting money on fire. Oh, yeah. For what? Watch. Watch and then how you do you just, money is, and how you treat this woman. Those are two basic things that you could depend on to see their behavior. And it'll show you a lot without me seeing anything. You'll see it. I, that's something I'll be catching. That's something I pay attention to. And something I just was like, well, I'm not going to risk it now because I've been watching how you've been acting. What's mm, ain't safe. Ash not safe. Got to go. <laughs> uh, I mean, the biggest question is what brought you to this line of questioning? Me? Yeah. No, that would nothing brought me to this line of questioning. Oh, yeah, like I was like, I don't know what you mean about that. Um, it was just a topic I thought of. Um, but this second thing, so y'all don't feel like y'all could be in a relationship with somebody. So I agree. I was just, I feel like I should, someone should be the other voice in the room if mm-hmm. both of y'all were already like, nah, you got to kind of, you know, have I, some of your shit together. I was like, eh. I mean, right, they both agree. Mm-hmm. It makes sense because we're all like-minded people inside of that type of capacity. And I also dealt with people who weren't responsible and it's like, I'm not doing that shit again. How do you feel about that inside of business? Oh, that's worse. <laughs> yeah, so that's why I wanted to move it to. I wanted to move it outside. So outside of like <laughs> yeah, your like, personal relationship, how do you feel about not being... Uh, oh, no. Before we go into that, I slightly do disagree with both of y'all. Mm-hmm. I think that you don't necessarily have to always speak the same financial language. I think that you need to be able to understand each other's financial language. But I don't think that you always need to be able to speak it. The way I've always imagined myself functioning in a relationship when we have joint bank accounts and stuff like that is basically all our money goes together in a pool. And then from that pool, we pay our bills. And from that, also from that pool, we both get a certain degree of an allowance. And the rest of it goes into savings. Regardless of who makes more, we split So for you, you need them to speak the same language. Well, it's one of those things like once you get your allowance, you can spend it on whatever you want. No, but the part of the language is also being willing to put it in a pool, put that away and just only take the allowance. So all of that is part of financial language because you have, those are all financial decisions you made. Yeah. But like, I so mean, yes, if, we, if we just... really want to keep stuff separate, we can, but I don't know at that point in time, I'm going to keep a running tally of how things actually break because if you always broke and I'm never broke, then this is, then we're going to come to, we're probably going to have to have some amount of conversations. It's just like, what are you spending your money on? Because, like, you're always broke, but you're if you're always broke, but you go to work and you do all this stuff, like, what are you doing with it? I don't think we need to have the same financial language, but you got to have some financial foundation. Like you need to have some amount of accountability. It. Maybe on natural terms, I might attract a saver. Maybe. 
um, we're not always not gonna see eye to eye. He always gonna be asking me, "What you spending that money on? What you doing this for?" Like, yeah, because that's what I mean. Like, you're a spender naturally. You enjoy going out <laughs> and buying things. <laughs> yeah, no, and like so a, what you doing with this for? What you need that for? Like, this is how much we got. This one. <sighs> need you to chill. I'm not going to give you an argument with you because I know most of the times we ain't going to get an argument. Sometimes we will. Like, you don't. <laughs> but I also feel like, I don't know, I feel like I could, like, if Ash was inside of a relationship with a guy, I feel like you could probably, because half the time when you look at Ash, it's like, Ash, do you really need that? No. Yeah. And sometimes you, you can. It sometimes depends upon how married you are to doing, the, taking those particular options. This is true. Sometimes I'm dead set. Other times I'm just like, mm. but that's why I don't bring niggas shopping with me because y'all are terrible. <laughs> Let me shop. <laughs> it's terrible. No one wants to go. Exactly. Why are you with me then? And then comment. Oh ask my me god. Go? Yeah, because y'all ask us. To go. We no, don't I don't ask. ask no nigga to go. The only time I think I went shopping with somebody who went with me to the grocery store, and I like to look around. What you need this for? What you need that for? When do niggas Never ask again. to go to the grocery store? When do niggas ask to go shopping really with you? I don't ever really go shop. The literally the one time I remember going shopping. You with asked my him ex. to go. Did I? Probably. Maybe. Hey, no, I was like, oh, to go I shopping. don't mind going shopping. I, I go will. shopping with women all the time. I it's will, not the problem. I, don't want I understand to. colors. I, I did understand that skin one tones. Time. I do, we I was in the grocery store, though. <laughs> <laughs> I did that one time. I'm like, I'm never doing this again. Fuck out of my face. All the people that I go shopping with, they also have a very, like, what are you doing? I'm going out to go get this particular outfit. Like, all right, let's go out. Let's go grab this outfit. Mm-mm. One singular outfit. Mm, no I did, with me. But going shopping to just go shopping is pointless. You have to go inside the store with a reason to go inside. See, the store. that's why I don't. I don't invite you niggas to shop with me. What but y'all be like? Exist. I'm getting socks, underwear, and mustard, and then y'all go get socks, underwear, and mustard. <laughs> y'all go exactly to the socks, exactly to underwear, exactly to no. the mustard. <laughs> that's not how I shop. Maybe a little neandering because, like, man, you know what? I'm. I really. I need these socks, but you know what? I also need like, mm, I need some dish detergent. No, it's so a trip. To... It's an adventure. So now <laughs> Why we have to adventure? go explore. You're the entire thing that the, like the way they set up stores is to trap people like you. Exactly, and I'm here for the trap, boo. I'm here for it. What? All That's right, nonsense. What's up, we all? What? How do you just be like, yeah, I'm going straight to socks, and I'm going straight to underwear. Then I'm gonna go to mustard. Then oh wait, I thought about getting an Apple Watch, and then go to the register. Someone help me understand what nothing else caught your face. Like, oh, I'm gonna go to makeup. Do I need this? I'm all over the place, and like, that's. I- I get all of my random stuff from specific places. Uh, uh, I can't like, do it. I get it. food from a food place. I get cologne from places that sell me cologne. Mm-mm. I get everything from particular places. That means the way I interact with things is like, I, you know, I'm going to go get an Apple Watch from the Apple store. I'm not getting that shit from Target. <laughs> no. I'm going to go to a place where there's experts about this particular mm. thing. That's strange to me. I don't understand. But I'll let y'all do what y'all do. But also, I mean, but your your relationship with shopping is completely and totally different than ours. I know. I'm not mad at y'all. Like, I'm not talking. I'm just talking about. Did you deal with a woman that shop like Ash did? I've dealt with women that shop like Ash. I don't particularly mind as long as you set yourself a budget walking into the store. Saying that you have to set yourself a limit and say this is how much I can spend. Ash side, because sometimes it happens and sometimes it don't. I mean. Hard limit, not necessarily, but it's Unless just I'm like for real. If you're going like, there, I like, can't go I can over spend, this. Go in and spend fifty dollars. I 
like I want to spend fifty dollars, I spend sixty. Not the end of the world. If you say you want to go and you spend fifty dollars, you spend two hundred and fifty, you might have a problem. Yeah, no, I don't. It depends. Like, like we were saying, like, oh, I could probably convince you guys not to get it. Because if I ask somebody about a purchase, I'm usually like 50 50. I'm leaning towards the no. I'm asking someone to convince me. <laughs> so if I already said it, but if I just already bought it, I don't need nobody's opinion on that one. But if I'm asking somebody and I need to be swayed, I just want to hear somebody tell me no for so some odd it. reason. <laughs> so, like, the way I enter, but like, you, you just have to have self-control or you need to go like pretty soon i'm probably gonna go clothes shopping again i need to i need to go get some i just did that shorts and i need to get some more workout stuff and i'm gonna go do those things and i need to go get some running shoes so i'm probably gonna go to the nike store Mm -hmm. and then i'm gonna go to probably dillard's or something like that and get some uh like i think they're not cargo shorts but I need some shorts that I could actually wear out and about, but that aren't basketball shorts. I just went and bought basketball shorts. I went to Marshalls. Oh, yeah. The problem with basketball shorts is basketball shorts will never be seen. I don't want to wear basketball shorts when I'm going to network someplace. Oh, yeah. Well, no, then, I mean, yeah. I'm but probably I don't gonna always at... want to wear long pants. Oh, yeah, no. I, that's why I got the shorts. I was like, you know, I, mean, I have a lot of sweats. I want some leisure pants that I can wear that are also short. So I bought the shorts, but I only got the shorts because I bought a whole bunch of shorts. I was like, I want some shorts, a t- couple T-shirts, and some beaters. And that's exactly what I got and nothing else. Because why would you get something else? Because <laughs> why not? <laughs> but uh, I also no, But don't... see, like, it's not, like, to the point where if you tell me, like, it's a problem, Ash, and we need to sit down. And I'm with a man that we live together and we're cohabiting. And you'd be like, you spinning out of control. Then I will listen. But like, I don't know. With my system, I never like my ideal system never allows that to happen. But that's also me being the control type. I can't. I have very particular control things about very particular things. I don't need to control everything, but I need to have a certain degree of assurance because that's the way I like to operate. Yeah, like, I would be wildly upset if I'm dating if I have a joint bank account with someone and they're like they constantly dipping in there. Yeah, well, it's not even that. It's just like, oh, you, I spent all the money. Oh, what? You <laughs> spent all the money, bitch. We got to have. Oh, I had. This, I saw this Louis Vuitton bag. We taking it back. <laughs> no exchanges, no refunds. No, that I wouldn't do. <clears throat> you know what I'm about to do? I'm about to flip this bitch on the internet. Bitch. But see, like, if you can't even trust <laughs> her, like... you real sad. Like, to spend... Like, she really just saw that you had an extra $4,000 and her first thought was to get a Louis Vuitton bag. Most likely, she got other problems in other areas where she just spending... She just looked at the account and was like, yeah! <laughs> what, bitch? You... <laughs> There's something else going on. Come on now. It's just like, well, why would you just stack up all that money? Because I wanted... I... I, I, I what? Nah, she got we got down payments. Areas. We got credit cards that we should probably play off. Yeah, because like now, like all right, she putting the Louis bag over y'all livelihood. Come on now, like that's see, that's what I'm saying. Like, watch how somebody spend money. It's how they probably deal with life. <laughs> like, she don't My give a fuck about you. Are an investment. She are don't you? really give a fuck about you. Just be like, just yeah, toast. <laughs> like, get no. the fuck out of here. What are you about to do? We're never opening up this Louis Vuitton bag and, when, since and this sending is it back. Like, she didn't did shit other selfish shit before she didn't got to that fucking bank account. I promise you that. Stuff like that is where it's like, all right, you gotta kind of watch. Like, just that's really important to me, and I can understand. Like, 
it's important to me. I just don't need you to speak the same language. I need, because I recognize that the way I operate with money is kind of wild. Mm -hmm. Like, I have, like, a savings that I'm liquidating right now to, like, pay something off. Um... But it's not like something that was unexpected. Like I'm making, I'm making a conscious decision. I'm like, ah, keep saving, remove the debt, so your credit goes. Take the debt off. Mm-hmm. So that I mean, just that's, is, a, that's a concerted move. Well, yeah. What, what I'm saying is outside of like that. But I'm the type that I'll throw all my money that I'm saving in the stock market. Mm-hmm. Some people aren't comfortable with that. Well, depending upon the nature of the way you interact with the stock market, if you're throwing it into a fairly stable stock, then that's basically like savings. People, because, but not all people, are, one, understand the stock market like that. Two, um, if they look at like, they'll, some people could point, but oh, last year it crashed. And w- well, what sector of it crashed? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, all of it crashed the last year. The person that he probably do with ain't asking them questions. But yeah, they're not, they not asking all those questions. So what I'm saying is like, you got to stop being you, Charles. You got to right. <laughs> Well, what sector? I'm like, you're talking about his proverbial lady. Yeah, like the very basic gonna... questions. Like, they, they don't know if I will pull you aside and ask you, all right, no, how, let's do, just well, say how that do I word this judiciously? <laughs> what if they just don't just have like, an understanding of stocks? They can be intelligent and not understand stocks. Well, yeah. you need to explain this to them. Like me, what if we be like, but oh, that's you can very, if but they're that's intelligent, you that, can explain to them why this is a safe choice. But that's what I'm saying, why they need to be able to understand my language. They don't need to speak it, but if you can understand why I'm making the decisions I'm making, but you make uh, alternate decisions, you're like, all right, well, I would like us to put some money into a joint account. All right, I'm going to say cool, but I'm also not going to put all my money into that. I'm going to put a portion of my money into the stock market because I view that as a better growth potential for savings money instead of just sitting it in a saving account where it doesn't earn anything and they put it in a stock market. Yeah, because quintessentially that's what happens. Yeah. I mean, my overall thought pattern is I'm pretty, I'm probably going to buy like $3,000 worth of AT&T or something fairly soon because I've hit a point where it's just like, I feel like once I hit a certain degree inside my bank account, I probably should just take the money and put it somewhere else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, that's how I felt. I was like, all right, I got about three grand just sitting around. I'm going to throw this in the stock market. And it's been doing fairly well for me. So anytime I need to do something, I I can still because you can liquidate stocks fairly easy. It's, the only thing you can do is on the weekend, but most businesses don't operate on the weekend. So it's, it's still a Monday through Friday. And then getting it out of your account is still fairly easy. Like, I mean, part of the reason why I'm thinking about putting it over there because you can't instantaneously get to it. So, I mean, right. That was my concern is like, is it just liquid money sitting around? Because if the fridge go out that day, I gotta wait till tomorrow to get a refrigerator. I'm not saying I don't understand, (laughs) but I'm also saying I'm gonna have a liquid buffer and I want to have a liquid buffer and a like non liquid. Well, for me, I. So, yeah, I would have both. But I also, for me, um, like, I still dabble with Robinhood. Mm-hmm. Robinhood is more of a liquid buffer for me because the way that it's set up, you could have a, a debit card through them. Yeah. So I can sell stocks and then immediately use the cash with my Robinhood debit card. Okay. So I, So some of my stocks are more liquid than other ones. So I can get to it if I really need to, but 
I also do like that. Hey, if you just have like a spinning habit, it's going to take you like some time to even get to this money for real. Like, yeah, yeah sure. You're going to sell it, but then you're going to have to have all that money transferred into your bank. And then that's going to take another couple of days. And then are you still going to like really like be into whatever you're trying to buy? So that's why I like putting it into the stocks. But I need the person I'm dealing with to also recognize, all right, that makes sense for him and how he operates with money and the way that he views it. But maybe I want to have just actual cash sitting in a savings account somewhere because that makes me feel more comfortable. Right. I don't (coughs) think that's wrong, but I think that if we can come to a common understanding, then we can move forward. But if because I'm also going to buy shit and spend because I like to buy and spend. Like I have a very. The way I interact, your issues I view as more like the minutia of these things where I'm looking at like the overall like archetypes, I guess is what it is. It's just like you have the spender and you have the saver. I'm probably not going to be able to bridge that in a real type of way. Whereas like, all right, we're both savers, but we like to save two different ways. Well, yeah, because we realistically, can, we can probably work that out. Yeah, you can probably work that because out. Because that's the but real I'm not, financial language that you're going to have to get into with somebody. Like, right. yeah, you're going to have spenders and savers. But if your saver is like, I'm a stock market guy, whereas I'm a like, I'm a CD guy. Yeah. Or they're like, my savings are the way that I view money and value is buying property. I buy it cash only. All right. I pay the taxes on it, but I own everything. Yeah. And that's where they put a majority of like their liquid money. So yeah, no, they can't necessarily get to it right away, but they can sell their property they have, if they needed but to. They have equity, and they, they can get to equity that they can. Yeah, and so, but if you're someone that isn't comfortable with them stacking up a decent amount of money and then going to buy a piece of property like that and utilizing it as its own form of savings, you're not going to want to date them or be in a relationship with them because hey, that doesn't make me comfortable. Well, I don't know. I mean, I guess. My latitude on this is very different from once we get to the point where we're both savers. The minutia of the savings, as long as we have understandings about what that minutia is, because like once you get it, you can open up a line of credit against that bank account. You know, Charles, I hate you sometimes what? <laughs> because what I said is what y'all need to be able to do is not necessarily speak the same language, but understand each other language. And what you just said is as long as you have understanding. <laughs> yes. Nigga, that was the premise of the shit. Oh, <laughs> uh, we all did. <laughs> you always do that and then look at the time and tell me how long we in. <laughs> the fuck does that mean? That's wild. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so they say, yeah, I think we just need to be able to understand. So like I said, so, if we could just... The reason, the reason why I said, so yeah, as long as we ha- have the... When long we arrived at the same point, I don't much care. But you have I to just, understand like what your options are. It's like the way that you're moving about. Yeah. That means you like if you plan all if you need to worry about possibly you so it means you need to probably go to a bank and have a home equity or equity line of credit available to you just in case something bad happens. So that means that would remedy Ash's thing where it's just like, well, what if the fridge bait breaks? Oh, well, I have this line of credit that I can go out and I can actually get a thousand dollars, buy a fridge, and then pay it off. Yeah. Because I have all of these commodities that I can borrow with. I also like getting lines of credit based off of yourself and your own like um, credit score and everything like that, and then purchasing property and or vehicles. Mm-hmm. I mean, the way I oper- the way I because the- then you own the vehicle. Like if you do it that way, it's not a joint ownership between you and um, 
like the bank of the vehicle. You own the vehicle because you paid for that outright and you just owe the bank whatever money it is. And so mm. that defaulting on that has nothing to do with your vehicle. It gives you a certain level of protection for like home. And they're property. not going to repossess your vehicle. Yeah, or evict you, shit like that. Okay. But, but they're also don't less, understand that. But they're also like people are also less likely to be like banks don't like giving out those types of loans because they want some type of commodity that they can hold you accountable for. True. I mean, but if you got good enough credit, you can get it. That's also true. Yeah. So that's why I said if you like, have you can just get like, straight money from a bank, go ahead to because you're not probably gonna you're probably not gonna default on that loan anyway. Yeah. True. So I'm not saying that you you will, but I'm saying like I know a lot of people who had a one credit. And got houses during the, like, housing market crash. I'm sure they wish that they would have gotten a personal loan and then purchased a house. Mm. Because the house would have been paid off. Yeah, I owe the bank this money. And they're going to put a lien on my uh, garnish, my wages and shit like that. But what they're not going to do is kick me out of my home. I'm not going to be homeless. Me and my family are going to still have a place to be. So... Like in situations like that where, like you guys said, you don't ever know what could happen. So it just gives you a certain level of protection from just like other people fucking up the system and you being. Because you can. I mean, even after you default on it for a little while, if you start paying on it, unlike with a house, they're more likely to just say, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And just let you just keep paying on it and not take the house. Because it's just like, (laughs) what are you going to do? Well, not like we get it, like, because once you put a lien on a place, it just says once you sell it, they get their money first. Yeah, and that's it. So there's no, it's ultimately not really a solution for them. They would rather you just pay the loan off. Yeah, like my um, grandfather had one for $80,000. Yeah. $80,000 of old people, old timer money? That's totally different. What is he yeah. out here doing? Buying <laughs> Bentleys? <laughs> nah, he, they bought this house cash. Oh. Um, they lived in Shaker, sold that house, but he was a beautician, owned his own beauty shop. He did a lot of just random shit, random. I don't know. He was like a security card, but also a beautician and ran his own <laughs> salon. I old people hustle. Yeah, yeah. He was just doing a whole lot of shit. And but yeah, so he had the cachet and the credit to just like have an eighty thousand dollar like credit line. And so that's how I know about them. So yeah, they'll put a lien. So like technically if this is sold, they'd get their eighty. But jokes on them, it's never going to be sold. No, <laughs> not at all. So at they're probably point, just sitting there, de- super sad. Yeah. So it's like y'all ever go sell that house? No. Yeah. So like it's things like that where I know. All right, that gave my grandmother a level of protection. He passed. She made two dollars more than him, so she didn't get his social security when he passed. Yep. So the household lost. Half his income, and the other person that was here to try and figure it out. But if it was like a mortgage, they'd take the house. Yeah. In this situation, they just got to eat that. So I think if you have financial understanding, you can do it. But we can skip the business since we're already at an hour and go to Ash's part. No, no, what about the business? No, <laughs> what you talking I'm about, always, Ash? Why are you always trying to avoid your subject? Yeah, she, she never, never would just be like, no, nah, go ahead, keep going. Just over here chilling. But anyway, today's Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers What you do today on Father's Day, Charles? I bought my father. Uh, he said he wanted wings, so I bought him wings. 
Niggas don't be wanting shit, do y'all? What do men be wanting? You want wings, my nigga? Oh, my father's a pretty simple guy, and he also he makes like, enough yeah, to the point where... He was like, yeah, you know what'd be nice? A fucking Apple Watch, nigga. What the fuck? Not <laughs> you a wouldn't style. that, no? It's like, it was either that or some type of tool. Yeah. But that's just something for work. Like... Okay. So, the way they interact with it is just weird. Oh, uh, well... But, ad nauseum, like... Uh, I'm. It's fine. Yeah, it's Father's Day. I've always said all the fathers around me. I don't know. The entire talk conversation around Father's Day is always real interesting. Yeah, because it's just like I don't know. Just the Facebook conversations. They'd be like, "Happy Father's Day to me." I was just about to ask that. How do y'all feel about <laughs> when women or single moms? Or even if they're not a single mom. Well, that's supposed to single moms get praise. What do you think about when women get the praise and the presents on Father's Day? What do you mean they get the praise and the pra- Oh. When like, they- say if maybe if dad wasn't around, it was like, yeah, happy Father's Day, mom. <laughs> well, that was that person's choice. Mm-hmm. I don't care about that. If, that per- if the person made a choice to give their mother a present on Father's Day, then that's whatever. But it's like, I don't necessarily co-sign on people being bitter that they, that's just like, yo, well, what happened? Well, you picked the wrong dude and he's not around. Well, how am I supposed to know that's not, a, that's going to happen? I mean, honestly, if you didn't know, mm-hmm. probably shouldn't have had a kid with him. <laughs> I feel like that's something that you need to be somewhat confirmed about. But also some dudes be out here lying. Like, of course I'm going to be here. Yeah, I know a lot of women that are in that situation where, like, dude says, I want a family and I want to do da-da-da-da-da, and then they have baby, and it's like, well. Time to hit the dusty trail, nigga. I will <laughs> I want that see now. you later. Time to hit the dusty um, Good for you, trail. and congratulations on having that baby, though. Congratulations on Father's Day. I'm sure he's going to give you a real nice Apple Watch. <laughs> Yeah, so it's like, I don't understand what that is about. Mm-hmm. But I would say I didn't do shit for Father's Day. No. Uh, um, I sent a message to my father <laughs> telling him that, uh, <laughs> fuck you. Uh, don't ask me nothing for no Father's Day time. I'll come and see you since you ain't called me or give me nothing for my birthday. Bruh. That is I don't necessarily function on the tit for tat thing, but I don't necessarily worry about it. It's not tit for tat. It's just you don't got a leg to stand on asking for things when multiple holidays that you could have celebrated me have passed already. Memorial Day passed. You celebrated me then. I don't care what y'all say. <laughs> no, I'm not discouraging your behavior. I'm only it's saying just, that from the point of the, me dealing the with that type of, of what the <laughs> Of what you chose to do this is just like you've chose to put, elevate yourself to a level of like a day a deity ass status. You guys could have celebrated me like Chris is for Jesus. This is Tony Day. My birthday is definitely Tony Day. Tony Day. Memorial Day, Day is all Veterans Day, but definitely no, the, the dead Memorial Veterans Day. Memorial Day is remembering people who are dead. Ooh, veterans Day, Day is yeah. for Veterans. Yeah, it is. <laughs> veterans Day is for Veterans. No, no, no. Memorial Day is for remembering people who died. I had a question. Do they give me discounts on Memorial Day? So, all right, they give you discounts every day. Mm, they give you a lot more on Memorial Day. 
Anyway, so <laughs> remember so the people is remembering the people who have died. So what yeah. yeah. like, so are they doing for us when they're giving us these discounts? No, just play. Thank you, y'all nigga, the fuck? Lying to y'all and telling you that Showing they're actually giving you appreciation. Appreciation. That's, that's not, cool. That's not appreciation. That's driving sales. Not if it's free. <laughs> that's I'm not even gonna lie to you. Like, how much of a discount do they give you? Ten percent most of the time. Oh no! When it's Memorial Day or Veterans Day, we can go around the city and eat free everywhere. No, we can get full, full, have free ass meals. It's a good day. <laughs> like it was such a good day to the point where I was in the Air Force that these niggas would like request these days off so they could just be around, just out getting free food, eating all day. Y'all spend so much money in those establishments, probably other times to the point where it's just like, yeah, we got this one free meal. How much money did y'all spend over here personally um, throughout the year? Sure. In the military town, but they do that all over the country because these are just like chain restaurants that do it. Oh, uh, I mean, I see, th- I see this all the time, and the profit margin of a lot of these meals are so out to the point where it's just like, oh yeah, no, they gave us one for you. I'm meal. not saying like that they are giving us a lot of stuff. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is they did something and y'all did nothing. And something it, is better than nothing. And did they did something. Did we record on Memorial Day? No, we didn't. That was, that's on Monday. Oh, we recorded on the Memorial Day. He just wants some extra. I don't... Thank, I like recording on the yeah. days I work. <laughs> Thank you. And nah, just for him. He needed a gift. You can't yeah. ask for a gift or yo... Oh, did he actually ask for a gift? No, he asked to hang out and like for me to spend time with him. Man, <laughs> y'all entire is just like there are multiple levels of interpolation that just had to take place in that. That's like, a gift. He asked for me to spend time with him. That's a gift. And and there we go. Can we pause. Like, I got to stand up. And, that's the, and now you understand the next level. All right, we're about to pause. We'll be back. Jeez. Why would your uncle just all of a sudden be mad about you not consuming? That don't make no sense to me. He bought me a McDonald's cheeseburger or Happy Meal, and I I don't want this. Why? It has cheese on it. You can get to wash the cheese off. I'm not eating that. Wash the cheese off. Then they went in there and, like, washed the cheese off and... It was like here, and there was like little like little pockets of like cheese that was the shit. I'm like, I'm not eating this, and he was just so upset about it. And I no, that's my earliest memory of like being defiant about cheese and be like, hey, I don't eat that. So yeah, about like I drink to drink. Three or four years old. Play with this toy, but you can keep that burger. I don't want this. No, and yeah. So, but yeah, we were talking about uh, dads. (laughs) He's a he's a. mm. Huh? He's an interesting. He's a he was a terrible dad, but he's a great grandfather. Who you? Oh, oh, he's my uncle. Yeah, my uncle was a terrible dad. Oh, always pitted the kids against each other. Like turned that into a competition and rivalry. Mm-hmm. Like actively like pursued his his uh, children having a rivalry. At yeah yeah like put well add me always put us all in competition with each other mm-hmm. like actively but now that he has like a grandkid he's like the most like protective and like making sure he gets all the things that he needs and wanted to be in school and all that <laughs> like where yeah, has you don't have to energy? do it 24-7 no he is the primary caregiver <laughs> like he lives with him cause my cousin is a she's a stripper he's getting older what my cousin is a stripper, stripper, and my little cousin, her um, son, is getting older. Like, what do you mean by older? Like tens? Uh, 
close to that where the kids in the school are teasing him about his mom being a stripper. How do they know? Oh, right. I don't, nigga, you asking me a <laughs> well, whole no, lot of comments. That's always questions. an interesting question. It's just but like, my mother do that shit to me. The stripper. My mother be asking your... questions like, yeah, so how far did he go on I 80? But what? Yeah, <laughs> well, no, that's the more interesting thing because it's like, I could always throw the hottest of fire back at him. It's just but like, no, and how I'm do you not. know that my mother's a stripper? Oh, that's right, because your dad was there last night and she knows him better than I than you mm-hmm. do. Huh. Nah, questions but at. I can also. No, nah, my um, I, I probably not from that because I'll say that my cousin is a bit of a hot mess and probably has shown up to the school in not the most appropriate of attire, causing a scene. Oh, well, there's nothing you can do about it from there. <sighs> yep. So. When, they have plaus- when the kids got plausible deniability. Well, what? The roles don't have to be factual. It just has to make the other kid feel bad. Yeah, and so he felt bad, and so now he lives in California with my <laughs> uncle. Well, you know, the funny thing about that is it makes it makes a certain degree of sense. Be The reason why she is the way that she is is because of him. Yeah. So if you're not going to... If you're not going to, I mean, you can at least rectify it the second time around. You realize you did it wrong. So I'm going to do right by my grandson. I, guess I can't so. fix the, I can't fix the other thing because like there is a very similar situation. Like my mother ended up inside a very similar situation to the point where it's just like, uh, my grandparents were pretty much better than me than my, her parents were to her, uh-huh. and her kid or I mean her siblings. It's just like, and they made, we always had everything that we needed. Like, my grandmother showed up and just randomly gave me $50 yesterday. Just because. And that's the way that things work. Good. Give me my money. It's not my money. No, you owe me money. What? From what? Buying you Mexican food. Oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say anything then because you had lost your card. Oh. And you didn't have access to money, and that wasn't. I was like, "Well, I'll just wait until he gets his card." I, I was. I thought you were talking to Ash. I'm like, oh, "Why that's would awkward. I be yelling at Ash about?" I don't know. Who brought up money, <laughs> and I'm just. Well, you no, it's a text like, message. Why do you have my kid? the most random ass motherfucker around. Like, oh, is it okay if I do this? Why would that be a problem? I'm so level headed all the time. Like. You not for real. Go back but. and talk about politics. Isn't that <laughs> no, what y'all said our subject is? Real, we but, talk uh, about dads. There. It's okay. <laughs> I'm not one of those. So talk about dads. <laughs> anyway. What was the other topic? Okay. Um, do you think society values fathers? And on the uh, as a whole. I don't know. I'm jaded. Yeah. I don't think fathers value themselves. Yeah. But oh. like that's not even like talking about my dad. Like just talking about like other men I've had like conversations with and like the decision making skills mm-hmm. and the level of yeah with the level she of con- made me upset so I made these decisions that negatively impacted my kids mm-hmm. a lot of dads don't, don't put make their sense. fatherhood choice first they put their relationship with whatever woman is there first or work or they're like if they don't have the kid and they're like separated they're like Oh, I got to do work or I got they their life doesn't incorporate. Oh, my kid might have to come over. It's uh, I got to go to work and I got these other plans and I'm going to go do this. and I'm going to go be out here where the woman is like, hey, can you 
come get your kid. And I've even heard men be mad that the woman says, can you watch your kid? And be like, it's not me fucking watching my kid. It's my kid. And it's like, well, no, it's them asking you, can you watch your kid? Because 90% of the time you tell them that you have something else to do. And so, no, you can't see your child. So, yes, it is you once in a while watching your kid. But you don't like that. So that's why I don't well, think it makes them feel a particular type of way that they're like an absentee father. No one likes to be smacked in the face. It's just like, nigga, you ain't here. <laughs> I'm there. I do stuff. Bruh. What, what was the last thing that you did? Accountability is a, a necessary skill. Mm-hmm. Okay. Accountability should be a fucking virtue. Fuck patience. Accountability. <laughs> I feel like patience and accountability. So a certain degree walk hand in hand. I don't think so, but I feel like <laughs> accountability, if you got to pick one, accountability should be because the first you got to be patient to a certain degree to understand, like, what being accountable to yourself. Because you have to be patient enough to, like, hold your... Uh, you, I don't know how to actually put words, but it's just, like, you actually have to have the time and have the ability to, like... Tell you or so bizarre. Yes, that's that's the dude who gutted them. I know. <laughs> it's just like I was like, where the fuck they get this seventeen year old fucking ginger from? So where did he come from? If he you'll hear this probably things. first because I'm gonna probably drop this episode tonight. Uh, Atlanta be feeling. Yeah, we gotta and watch. Kevin these. Hunter uh, did that shit. Twenty seven points on. 10 of 18 field goal and I think three of seven, uh, three point. I'm not exactly sure, but yeah, he was, he was doing that. And I'm, Oh, you're like, who is Kevin Hunter? Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. That's the fucking question. Who the fuck is Kevin Hunter? Hunter. But that's not this show. So we're going to go back to talking about dance. (laughs) Good for Atlanta. All right. Damn. I'd be mad too. I wasn't necessarily, I mean, they're so random to the point where like, if Atlanta wins this year, this that's ultimately a team that you can ultimately be happy about winning because none of the teams that you didn't want to want to win won. The Clippers are still here. I know, but it don't Damn, work like that's going to last sandwich, very long. Man, I just need one more thing. I just, I, they just lost. Book book put them through a fucking Mortal Kombat brutality. Oh, okay. I'm about to go rush that down. Oh, but in any event, dads, you you all got to be like Chris Paul. Always have your son around. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I think. That actually care about their kids and actually are present are valued in society. And people make an effort to like, like I'll go on social media and I'll see women going out of their way to just say happy Father's Day to dads that are uh, taking care of their kids. Like they might not even have a father or a a child with somebody, Mm -hmm. but they're saying, hey, I just want to say take a time to say happy Father's Day to all men that are present in their child's lives. So I think men that are actually accountable yeah, they get that and extra from society. But I think it's when we have a lot of non-accountable dads. So we have a lot of dads that feel like, hey, society doesn't value us. You don't do anything. Shut the fuck up. It's just like, you're right. You're not valued. I don't hang out with people. Also, just so y'all know, I don't hang out with men that don't take care of their kids. So I can speak like this and none of my friends are going to get offended. You want to know why? Because they all take care of their children. You pieces of shit. Yeah, even the people, even the friend, the people that I know amongst my friends that you think wouldn't actually be taking care or wouldn't be the best fathers. Honestly, the most ill-tempered ones be out. Uh, B be is on, doing amazing. Yeah, he out here riding with his kid 100% like, no, this is my child. And this other one did not have my child. This is also my child. Yeah. What the hell you be? Fuck you for real. You <laughs> mind. Yeah. So, like, if I can take them both, I take them both. I respect both of that. I, um, 
I'm Van Pelt. Yeah. He doing his thing. Rock I respect everything. That. Yeah. He's rocking with his two daughters. It's just, just like he, he'll say no in a hot second. It's just like, oh, got to spend time with the kids. And that's like, if you can't I, take care of your kids, I don't fuck with you. And even, yeah, most of the people I know do. I don't know about like, Price. Huh? I don't know. I know Price has kids. So I don't know theirs. Oh, but uh, I mean, I really, it's not like you can't get with them uh, no, have anymore. Exactly. So, so I was going to say, like, you wouldn't be able to critique that. But yeah, no, I, I mean, most of the people that I know who wanted kids, they actually wanted kids, or, or even if they didn't want kids, they didn't want to have the same type of relationship with their kid that their, the, parents the, did. Their, that their parents did. We, our generation is kind of a generation that's kind of kicking a lot of the older bad habits because typically those are, it's like, I don't know, a type, it's like inertia. When one child doesn't have their father around, then typically they deal with the next child that doesn't have their father around. And it's like, I don't know, click clacks or pool ball or whatever you're going to call it. But, mm -hmm. and it just keeps happening. Mm. What you got to say, Ash? <laughs> I want to rant, but I'm not going to. Go for to. it. <laughs> go for it. To. Ash rant. I'm not about to rant about oh, no, that. I want to hear what you got to say. Rant about that. Rant. Yeah, rant. go ahead. Rant. I think rant. it's important. Rant. I'll rant. join you. Rant. I hate, but I hate talking about it because, like, you ever just be like, bitch, you chose this nigga. Well, when I got pregnant anyway, I was just like, uh, this might be a me thing. You know what I mean? Well, at least you recognize that from the beginning. Yeah, like, hey. uh, <laughs> uh, this might be a me thing. And I think the most frustrating part is about like when they try to be there, they claim they want to be there, like I was saying. And then something else always coming up like this weekend. What was you doing for Father's Day? I'm like, you got nerves. <laughs> what you mean I only get my birthday in this day I'm like whatever I'm like the last conversation we had wasn't the most pleasant conversation so I didn't know that you was even that cool to even hang out with me that's what I was trying to get to he's like no no I want to hang out and I'm like all right well we already got plans so if you want to come tag along with us you can then the day of hey can you come like I'll ask him if he come out early because some other plans came up can you come an hour early no I got cut washing my roommate's kids bitch you. <laughs> you watching somebody else's kid. He said he got paid for it. If that make a difference, I don't know. <laughs> but I called him at first. I just hung up. Well, first things first. Why is he watching his roommate's kids on Father's Day? And why does his roommate's kids live with? I'm this confused. is why I don't want to bring this up. I feel like, I'm like, am I stupid? What is going on? Like, how you? How? How did this happen? I told you. He asked me maybe Wednesday, and then somehow like, oh. She paid me to do this. She said she'd be done by 12. I know you needed me at the, the house by 1230. I was like, yeah, I only asked you. I asked you if you could be there an hour early. Didn't tell you if you couldn't, because I'm realized I'm asking last minute. If you can't do it, cool. Well, no, I got caught up watching these people's kids, and I don't know if the other babysitter going to come on time. <laughs> you had this planned out days in advance. What is going on? Now I got to tell Riley. That her father has yet again <laughs> fucked up something else. I'm like, you understand the fucking disappointment I got to see in my child's voice to hear her be like, well, he always do that. It's sad that you have to accept that child. Maybe not tell her. That's what I was doing before. And then he was, he did like one or two, like, oh, okay. I'm like, well, we're safe now. Uh, now I got to go back to being like, well, I won't do it unless it's the day of. Yeah. Metro don't trust you. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, uh, I would just let him show up. 
if he shows up, he shows yeah, that's up. What I mean. not, like, that's if why you don't, said, if you don't, don't yeah, tell no, Riley because that way you I was waiting to tell can. her like until like the day of like, oh, this is for sure happening. Hey, your dad coming over or whatever. He coming to pick you up. Oh, that was no. safe. That was a Roblox. I had today playing on Roblox, mom. He's, <laughs> I want to rain check this. And she get excited than a bitch. Like when she first, I was telling Charles that Riley did swim lessons. So she is super hella excited. She got her face in the water. I'm going to tell daddy. You she she wants this that'd be the frustrating thing. She my, wants a relationship. In and my situation, I'm not saying everybody else is, is somebody keeps saying they want to and you are trying your best to give your child what they deserve. Cause I damn sure didn't make you by myself. And I think it's really important to have your father around. Yeah. <sighs> the niggas just don't want to be around. And I'm not reaching out to him to being like, you need to come pick up your kid. I fully accept it. That is just not all the way there, friend. But this nigga just want to keep asserting yourself where you don't want to really be. And he don't want to admit that to himself. Like, you don't really want to be around. You want to do the things that make him feel good. Yeah, if you want to financially be cool, because financially, that's pretty cool. If I ask him for something, most of the time, he'll get it. Or I got to wait. That's fine. I'm like, but you got to be. But you'll I, get it eventually, nine times out of ten. Yeah, and I ask him, like, yo, just be honest. Like, if financial is where you comfortable in, that's fine. But this got to stop. And I'll just be like, that's why I was like, I don't want to rant about that because that was my decision. But also, <laughs> I mean, there is a, I there, mean, it's a, there's a duality to it because it's, it's like both people decided, but yes, but if you both opted in and said, <laughs> all right, we about to have this kid, and he was mm-hmm. cool with it, he was down with a hundred percent, and then next thing you know, then that's a whole other situation. Whereas, like. Yeah. If he said from the day one, like, babe, I'm pregnant. I don't want no kids. Right. Then that would have been on my chest. Like, all right, well, bye. But it wasn't really like that. It was like, oh, I'm keeping it. I didn't know what he was about to do, but I'm like, I'm having this. I thought I might let you know, but I'm fully cognizant that you (laughs) might not be around. I am anti opting out opting in and then opting out to when there was no more time to opt out it's just like here's this life yeah i was like oh you ain't gotta be i, I want this no more even as a 19 year old i was like listen i know you very well i know you well enough you don't have to be here and i we could just go our separate ways i'm just letting you know because it's just kind of just responsibility i guess at this point no i'm totally with that all right, we'll see how this goes. And it's going exactly how I knew it would go. But also, you know, that's why it's like sometimes it's like, well, you chose this nigga. So sometimes I don't be wanting to talk about it. I think that it's fair to say I chose him. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> him walking away, that's something that I would have to deal with. Yeah. What's unfair is for him to then be like, well, I walked away, but I'm going to dibble dabble and make promises and then constantly call the situation a pain for the child in a situation that has no real say so yeah real say so or anything like that that's something that you're actively choosing to do yeah that's not something that you decided for him like he could have walked away and that could have been that because he but he's not he hasn't really walked all the way away he wants it's to feel just, good that's what it is he got one foot in the door it's his ego yeah. his ego says all right on my birthday celebrate me on father's day celebrate me on the other times, I'm going to pay and be cool. When I want to be celebrated or be around, celebrate me because I'm being a dad. But other than that, when I don't want to be a dad, don't oh. don't say anything bad about me, though. And it's like, sure, you could operate with me like that 
if I wanted to, because I'm an adult and I can say, hey, yeah, I'm willing to accept this or no, I'm not. This is your child. You can't say, hey, I want to be around you sometimes, but then mm-hmm. these other 90% of the time, I don't care about like what you're doing, how your life is going and shit like that. That's why. Or, or to start in arguments about Riley if I don't be talking to him. I'd be like, you just wanted to talk to me. Could you just say what the fuck you got to say? Because you don't really want to see this. You don't want to see my child. But now you just starting arguments about, well, when are you going to let me see her? You the one keep saying you got 15 billion things going on in your life. And then all of a sudden, well, you won't acquiesce to what I want. Oh, my God. I'm not about to what start. What do you mean you won't acquiesce to what the fuck I want? What the we fuck you talking We already discussed about? this. You... Never mind. Okay. I'm not putting my business up too far. Too far. There's a reason why I was like, she don't even want to hang around you by herself. Like, it's not me saying it. I'll ask her, like, hey, dad, I want you to come spend the night with him for a weekend. Would you do it? No, I don't feel comfortable. Because she don't know him for real. What you want me to do? Oh, she you wants you to provide a space that I feel safe. And I'm happy because you're my father and I love you and I want to experience things with you. But I also want to be safe at night with my mother. You got to... That's a very kid, real thing for a kid. Like, hey, I love you and I want to engage with you and I want to know you. But I don't feel fully comfortable. So I'm trying and I'm still fully open. So anytime you say yes, I'm happy. And then when you say no or just fall through, that shit hurts. Yeah. So Facts. it's like, I can't... Tr- it's one of those things where it's just like, I can't trust you during the daytime. I'm about to trust you to, like, be here during the nighttime. Why would I do that? Yeah. Next th- like, the worst thing ever, you walk, like, you sleep in someplace random, and then you wake up, and it's just like, well, where's or, dad at? Man, yeah, like, where is my father? Like, I have to deal with this nigga just being like, I want my child, I want my child. And at the time, he was saying, it was like, his parents. This nigga leave in the middle of the night to go lollygag, whatever. And Riley woke up in the middle of the night like, Daddy wasn't there when I woke up. <sighs> Nigga, could you... It's just, I don't know what she was doing if it was like, another bitch or if another... The, or the friend. It don't even matter at this point. You asking me <laughs> to take you care. one night. Yeah, <laughs> you got... One night maybe of not, two. like... Just you didn't want this responsibility. Say that. You're not trying to get him to admit that, but he just don't want to admit it. They not. He's not going to. No, I know that no now. No man wants to say, nah, I don't want to be a father because they want... admitting that you failed. They want to take pride in that shit, but they don't want to do any of the work that's required of that. Oh. The only thing that I put on women, and I can't even put it on, like, young women because realistically, y'all don't even have the mindset to ask the questions or really, like, understand, like, what is a relationship supposed to look like? Yeah. And so, but when you're older and you're still popping out babies with somebody, I feel like I put it on the women just for the simple fact that you didn't look at him as a person and see who he is. You looked at how he made you feel. Mm-hmm. And that's not valuable. Yeah, it's real weird. It's hella weird. Oh. It just means it's just sad because, like, I'm really not, like this irate person. I'm not trying to make this nigga's life hard, even though it's we had or whatever. He keeps on popping back in and making his life. I mean, I I wouldn't even know how to describe that to a child. So your dad got going to be here. Why is he not going to be here, mommy? The best I can say is something came up. She was like, something always coming up. I'm like, it's like, I can't even give you the particulars. (laughs) The particulars make the situation worse. He's going to watch other kids. Even like I said, I'm like, is it better because you got paid for it? No, nigga, you told me about this two days in advance. It's been like one or two days, I'm pretty sure, that you have more than enough time. I mean, if I was her, handle. I would have said, nigga, what? Riley, I no. hung up the phone when he told me at first. I'm like, 
then I'm driving. I'm like, no, you got to speak on how you feel because this is going to become an issue. Then I told him, like, very as calmly as I could. I'm like, this don't make no sense to me. How you take care of somebody else's kids before, Riley? Like, you have to make this make sense. It's like, you're not crazy. No. You got a job? Yeah, he got a job. We going to school. He got a job. So why he so... You can't put every dollar before your kids. and That's what I'm like, like. If it was like the day before he asked me that, I can understand if something shift around. But I'm like, you had plenty of time to get that shit together with that bitch and have whatever, whatever was going on. Like, I just feel like it was really at this point, it was no excuse. And that shit is heartbreaking to me. Like how, like why we got to go through this and you just don't want to leave. And I got to keep going in the ups and downs. Like, if I say no, you can't be around Riley. I'm still a piece of shit. If I'm keeping you around. I'm still kind of a piece of shit. Because now you put my daughter in emotional turmoil. This is one of the situations where I just feel like I'm not going to win. Yeah, I'm just not going to win. And I don't know how to put it to rest. I don't know how to make it go away. You got to let Riley decide that she don't want to be involved in them. Yeah, she won't do it now because she just loves that. She young right now, but she learning. She Oh, she wait until 13 hits. Her responses yeah. are, oh, he always liked that. So <clears throat> that always is going to be, I'm not going to ask no more because always has been forever. So ain't no point in me saying nothing. Right. You just She's going to become exasperated and you're going to have done the best thing that you could where you like, anytime that he wanted to come, I allowed it. So it's not like I my mother is. Stop me from seeing my father. That's not what happened. My mother always allowed me to see him. He didn't make the effort. So that at least allow you and her relationship to have the best, like, health growth. Oh, I mean, my mother was always... My sister pretty much had to go through a similar process with her father. The only reason why she even end up, ended up with any kind of relationship with her father was because he she had siblings. Mm-hmm. But Riley does. I don't think Riley has that same situation. Like this is both of your only child. Right. So at some point, at some point, like at some point, it's just going to be like, well, you. There is no reason for me to be connected to you except for you. So yeah, it's just super important for me because even though that's not my biological dad, he was there. It's a lot of things that could damn sure be fixed, but he was there. And that's really important for me to have, like... Alicia gave it an actual shot. Yeah, like a nuclear family, just like, I know we can't be together. And that was the whole premise to me, like, getting married. Like, well, maybe this can develop into something more. Maybe he for real would change and all that junk. I wanted to fight her. <laughs> but I wanted to have a family, so... Hey, hey I couldn't... Do <laughs> you know how frustrating it is when oh, someone tell you, hey, I want to go work on my family? You know why it's frustrating? Because you can't say nothing. What you gonna say to that? She said, I'm going to go do this and work on my family. I can't let him fall. Father of my kid. This is what we doing. He got to go. I got to go. We focus on this. I could say something, but it's ultimately fruitless. Exactly. It's like, <laughs> and two, this is not my place to like critique your life with. When... It depends upon how much of my friend and I actually am. If right. I'm really I your had friend, just started I just, gonna... it was probably maybe three months in. Yeah, I I'm just gonna started. Criti- I'm going to critique your decision making. At three months in? Nah. No, not at three months in. Yeah, no, that's really what I'm saying. Like, I don't I really, really have the traction. I'd only known Ash for three months. and But uh, if we had known each other for like a year or so, I'm going to look at you and say, you sure you making a correct decision? <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't have no legs to stand on. I had just met Ash for real, and we was kind of just talking about business stuff and being cool and everything. Right. And then she was like, "I'm gonna go." Nah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna get married. I'm gonna do this. I was like, huh. 
Wait, what? Uh, all right, well, I respect that, and I, I hope that works out for you. I wish you the best. Like, because I, I what the fuck do I say to that? What the fuck do you say? Yeah, like, that was a very interesting, because it came out of nowhere. We was talking, oh talking, God. talking. I'm getting married. Wait, what? Where you going? What? Where did this happen? Where did this decision happen? Please. How did you, I've been talking to you for the last three months and just making you plans just, with you. We, we've been, like, engaged, and. Then I just said, No. Yeah, out of out of the clear blue. So no, I told it was blow, but I respect that. Hey, sometimes you do make decisions trying to make your nuclear family the priority, and that has to be like, all right, I can't split my time, focus on this and that. And oh yeah, I was doing a lot, a lot. That wasn't like an easy decision to make because Riley was just five. I just started homeschooling, dealing with all those shenanigans. I was just like, all right. What's not going in the right direction? Yeah, no, like, I definitely I'll understand. Put this but that was the thing. That's what I'm saying. Like, I know how important having a father around is, even though it wasn't like we can say I'm not trying to dog my dad, but like he was just wasn't like he was just a weak dad. He was a dad. He was just a weak one. So for me, building that sense of community. It's still it's still super important to me, but I know right now like that's never gonna happen again. Where it, it's taking precedence over my well being, that's what happened then. <laughs> that was taking a whole precedence over me. But now, it, like I'm really, I guess I ain't gonna say one of my life purposes is, but what I, one of the things that's really important to me, is just building a strong family unit. Not for like oh because society says so. It's just literally that's just really important to me. It's a team. Yeah, like. Having, I don't know, it's just always been something that I always wanted. I've never been a big dater to be dropping, like, getting boyfriends and just dropping them. That's never been me. I always really value, like, the family structure. Um, So, yeah, like, I just know how, like, important that is to moi to have a father around. Because, like, my father taught me about being committed to something, you know, putting in your work and your effort. Um... Having someone to do with discipline because he was in the military for a long time and this nigga be up at four o'clock in the fucking morning just walking around the house. I Every nigga I dated in the military just always wake up at four. Why? I don't know. <laughs> four or five. Well, depending upon how far away you away you are from base. You got shit to do. Like, yeah, everyone. When I was in the Air Force, like, even on days that I didn't have work, like, I gotta be up for PT. PT's at like six. So if I want to like have a semblance of being fully awake, at least I'm getting up at five. Yep. Yeah, I'll wake up at five. If you go routine, you have to eat significant like an hour before PT starts. Yeah, because we're gonna run. If you're in the Air Force, you're gonna run. So whatever. But yeah, every day I would wake up around five and yeah, that would just be the day. I'd be so mad. Cause you don't want to eat, you don't want to run and feel bloated. That's like literally. Yeah, no, I don't eat. I don't eat before I go work out in the mornings. That's just ridiculous. But no, I think that having a dad is something that's definitely necessary. Cause I'll say that I women are very prone to like going with their emotions, and so that can lead them to being like, I, I don't want to do this anymore because I don't feel like doing it. Yeah, and not doing it. Right. And so I was shown a lot of like, hey, yeah, that's okay. Mm-hmm. No, no, that's not necessarily okay. And so I had to prove to myself that I could be committed because I had just been like, yeah, like I was naturally good at the drums. And since I was naturally good at it, I quit. So well, this is boring. I don't want to do it. I joined like, 
a science program where they was teaching you like engineering and STEM stuff. Yeah, STEM basically. I was basically in a STEM program. I did that, and then I was like, ah, yeah, I actually want me to try more than I want to try. So I'm out. I'm out of here. I became a firefighter off of the idea of hey, they said that's hard. I'm gonna go do that. <laughs> and then I did it, and I was like, ah. I don't really like being here. I don't want to do this no more. Well, you were inside a situation where you were around other firefighters is just like, I live, breathe, and eat this stuff. What's wrong with y'all? Yeah, it's like, no, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't believe the same way that y'all do. And like the initiation that would normally be normal because you're like, I want to be a firefighter and like these are my brothers and things like that. I'm not down for the hazing. Y'all are my brothers. I'm just here to get a check and go home. So. <laughs> oh, I would never subject myself to hazing in any I never wanted to be here. And like it's just like, oh, we're gonna beat you up. No, well, you're not. It was not hazing like that, but like, so we all have our own bunks in our own rooms. Yeah. And you share with the person on the opposite shift to you. So you never have to share with like you don't have a roommate or anything, but they sleep in there the night before you sleep in there. So you just take your sheets and everything like that. Um they took the bed out of the room and put it in somebody else's room and then filled my room up with fire hoses. Yep. That's just more annoying than it is anything else. It's just like, it's more amazing because this took actual effort. Yeah, why? It's <laughs> just like, and now I had to carry these fire hoses all the way up to the room. And now I got to do this. And now I got to clean the room up. Or they, or I'm gonna find. You know, they I, took I, my I, blouse and hit it. You can't go see the commanding officers without your blouse. Commanding officers were calling me, so now I'm trying to. I'm going to see them. I got no blouse. <laughs> or they send me across the flight line where there's this line. If you cross it, uh, all of our security swarms you and has their M16s pointed at you and they tackle you to the ground. They sent me out there to go give somebody the thing. I didn't know about the line when I first got there. So I go, I'm like, all right, bet. So shit like that. Y'all <laughs> don't have my well-being at heart. And like, it was fine. Like they knew it was cool because they let the cops know and everything, but they still did it because they want to fuck with me. But it's just like, I am not here for any of this shit. I want to go home. What's it? I, you niggas got me fucked up. I would fight all of y'all if we weren't in the military right now. What are y'all doing? Do y'all know what? Yeah, do y'all know what? Oh, y'all oh, like, think I'm, y'all think I'm pussy. Man, I, man, I, I Jesus. Yeah, don't try me. Yeah, don't try. Oh, my God. I throw these hands. Oh, I throw hands and they, oh, my God. So, yeah, no. But Tony also recognized that you made a rash decision because you were being emotional and decided to join the Air Force. You made another rash decision because you were being emotional and decided, hey, I want to get the fuck out of here. Mm -hmm. I just happen to also be very logical when I make these rash decisions and leave. And opt out very quickly. Well, not well. I opt out very quickly, but I also opt out in a way that usually puts me in an advantage position. Like when I left here and went to California, I... Went to, I kept the same job. I just transferred, but I in immediately started making more money because I was living in a different area. But all my other bills decreased because I was living with my family. Yep. So now I'm making a lot more money, a lot more free time. So cool. Better situation. Came back here, went immediately to the Air Force. 
that was a good situation. They're paying me good money, getting cars, things like that. You're doing all right. Huh? I don't like this Air Force shit. How do I get out of here? Boom, immediately get out. But now I'm a disabled veteran. Hmm. I mean, this is a little bit of luck of the draw, but what are you going to do? I mean, no, none of that was luck. Well, I mean, you had to have a surgery in order to get that thing, in order for them to let you out. Otherwise, they wouldn't let you out. True, but the fact that I had the surgery before I went into the Air Force. And then they they consciously made the choice to let you in. And then said, you know what? Since we let you in, we're going to pay for the in, the thing that you had before we let you in. How does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I mean, Ex- that I, you're not the first military person that I've heard that this actually happened to. Oh, no. That's you just how, have to understand how to finagle said system. Yeah, so no, but that's what I did know. So no, it wasn't luck. I just understood what I needed to do. It's like, hey, um, y'all let me in here with this. Y'all go pay me for it since I, y'all said I got to go home. And that wasn't my now plan. Now you're sending me home. That's not fair. What do yeah. you do? It's not like they put you on full disability or anything. So no. if you're on full, you'll be out here living it up. Not really. I mean, it's 3K a month. 33, something like that. I mean, for you, you'd probably be living it up in terms of the way you actually live in comparison to the way it- yeah, you, you never would have want to soul sucking job. That's true. That's true. That's that's very true. I would never. I would just be like, nah, my base is here, and so we just gonna we gonna operate in this area. But yeah, no. So no, I would say they don't encourage like male leadership at all, and I think that's like turning into a big problem because now it's so hyper focused on tr- women trying to prove that they can do everything that a dude can do. Yeah, because you're not proving how powerful you are. You're I just proving how winning you didn't know if it's do. necessarily women trying to prove that they can do everything that a man can do. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I think that, like, I could understand if, let's say, you had, well, you do have a daughter, but let's, the way that you <laughs> raised Riley was like, you were teaching her, like, the life skills that you needed to learn based off of, like, the shit that you went through. Mm-hmm. That can make Riley a much more independent and self-reliant person. Yeah. But also might make her more of a leader in a relationship and things like that. But if you had her and a boy, you might be like, I I need her to know these things because she might deal and be in a situation where, hey, she's a single mother. She's A, B, C, and D. Things Mm -hmm. that I've had to go through and experience where you might have a son and he's like, you're like, he's not going to experience any of those things. So you're not really worried about it in the same way because you know that he can ultimately be like, ah, even if he do have a kid, he can be like, ah. You, you pretty much just have to teach him not to do the thing that other guy did. But most of the time, they're just going to kind of be easy on him because where their main focus is, right. I, don't I need to make teach, her. That's the thing. I don't want to teach the boy that you don't really have that much accountability since you cannot get pregnant. And so that's what that's what happens a lot of times. It's like, hey, and yeah, I don't nah. think that they're teaching them they don't have accountability. They're not worried about teaching them that they do have accountability. It's not saying right. that hey, you're not accountable. It's not them saying that you, you are, are accountable, accountable because what they're letting women know is, hey, you're if you have a baby, he can leave and it's going to be you and the kid. Yeah. Well, that's the way the world works. Well, yes, but since the world works like that and I'm your mother and I had to actually go through that, I'm worried about you having to actually go through that. I'm going to so, make sure you have all the skill set necessary. Or which might you know make you, you ultimately a do. woman that's more of a leader and then also lead your son to be more passive because your w- mother is very dominant in the, re- in the household. 
But the funny thing about that is it's ultimate here's there's a function there's one functional thing that could always actually end all this situation for a lot of these people is just like here's some birth control. You gonna start taking this no. At 14 or 15. <laughs> I don't think that's going to be the, the fucking issue solver. Why can't we I'm just teach saying, these niggas to be parents? Like, when you come across a situation, if you come across a situation. It, but we keep negating, like, children is not a part of our life, whether you initially wanted to have them or they came as a surprise. I'm not saying that dudes should take care of their kids. Mm-hmm. I'm saying don't put all the pressure on these girls to be solely accountable for the situation that it took two people to make. But a lot of, in African-American around, in the African-American community in nauseam, there is still this stigma around getting girls birth control Mm -hmm. earlier on and making sure they don't actually have these kids. Because they act like if they don't get them birth control, they just not having sex. And that's not reality. You not give them birth control and then also having Shit, fuck birth control. You not having the emotional intelligence and understanding of dealing with your child in a way that they're a person instead of saying, hey, you can't have sex and then that being the end of the conversation. Actually articulating why, hey, just having sex with a whole lot of people is you spreading your energy and can give you... And just explain to them the full connection of what it means to be intimate with another person and not just, hey, you can't do this. Because when you tell someone, no, you can't do this, that's the shit that they want to do. Right. Or just saying like, oh, you know, if you lay with this person, you don't view sex, boys view sex differently than how you view sex. So when you lay up with a nigga and he can fuck around, make you feel a way, what are you going to do then? Or vice versa, for a boy, you have the power to make a woman feel something. You have the power to evoke a nurturing out of her. And if you don't really intend to taking care of her, don't do that. <laughs> just be honest. Both of those things, like you telling boys like, oh yeah, just don't get pregnant. Don't get her pregnant. Why are we still doing this? <laughs> These because niggas need to know. for some bizarre reason, we can't clear the first hurdle. We can talk about, we can talk about like the emotional ramifications of things. With, it's like the emotional ramifications were never going to put it home for me. It was literally, you know, what always put it home for me. It's just like, you know how expensive it is to have a child? You probably gonna have to spend five hundred thousand dollars on that channel for his lifetime. But just putting your dick in somebody without a condom on, that'll go out the fucking window. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't give a fuck. You'd be like, mm, that's cool, papa. Well, it's just like ultimately, yeah, I'm not gonna say I've never rolled the dice on that, but yeah, I was also very pragmatic about these things, and I was also I would I've also never been on the stereotypical African-American. I hate abortions or I hate like plan B or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Because for some reason in nauseam as a people, we're, we're a lot more anemic. Like when, when a black, when a black woman gets pregnant, the likelihood of her having that child is a lot higher than a woman. No, or even just teaching a boy like, yo, you're going to be easily swayed by a fat ass for for a number of years. You're going to always, this always going to be a part of you. Sorry, it's not going to go nowhere. But one day you're going to have to learn to discipline that part of yourself because you might get tired of it or you might not. Just be honest with what it is about what's going on with you. I like sleeping around. Cool. Be honest with whoever you sleep sleeping with about that. Or I really want to settle down. This is not who I am anymore. Cool. But just having somebody there to tell you like a man for real, look you face to face and be like, hey, a lot of your, a lot of your time gonna be doing this. 
or just your urges. You got to learn how to discipline them urges one day. For a while, you might just go ahead and soy your royal oats, but one day you're not going like that. Would be a conversation I'd have. Hopefully, the guy. If I ever get to that point again, hopefully I'll just be a conversation. Hopefully I'm not raising a boy by myself, but just teaching your boy like, yeah, you sorry. This is just how you are. Y'all view sex a little bit differently, but y'all both want the same thing at the end of the day. It may look different, but y'all both looking for the same thing. Well, I mean, it depends. It's like, what are you after? And also just being point blank about what you're after inside a given situation is just like, what are you trying to do? I'm just trying to fuck for real. Oh, you're not trying to have yeah, a long be relationship? Yeah, and I'll be with Riley. Like, I know that's going to come because it come for us all, right? Where you just want to, you just want to act a fucking fool for a while. Awesome. You're not going to do that forever. And when you don't, we get out of conversation. But just, just preparing like, them for that stuff, even if she don't listen, like just you have to make, that's the kind of the reason why I'm pro the birth control route because you got to make it to the other side. Yeah, it's just like and making it through the other side. Not saying having kids is like some type of death sentence, but having a child when you're not mature enough and then you're still you're still being raised and now you have to raise this other being is mm-hmm. like it's totally different from when like all right, I ain't perfect, but for the most part, I have a decent grasp on where I am. Yeah. Or just like as a woman having to teach right like well my dad this is why I call my father particularly weak only because like he's so emotionally immature that he gets so angry about things for whatever reason and then take it out on us and Riley walk around in fear like I don't like when he comes home because I don't know if he's going to yell at me that's that's something I had to deal with so if I had to deal with it for all my life now my child got to deal with it so I would just say like, just put it in perspective I'm not just talking out of my ass because of whatever mm-hmm. it's just one of those things where like you don't like walking on eggshells he's abusing yeah, he abusing his power because he know like you the nigga in the house you really got the loudest voice and my mother not going to say nothing because in all actuality she not that very she's not very strong herself to not stick up for herself I'm like yo chill but what power does she have anyway for a man just is gonna do whatever we want but oh. at the same time it's things like that where I say like no nah, my father was a little emotionally weak because he still don't know how to get that part of him in check so now I gotta teach her like hey don't take that shit personal yeah it sucks for now but it's not something that you have to take personally her not I think women is teaching how to coddle men and we don't want to ever step on their toes and piss them off and challenge them in any way that's something that we learn too is like we have to make sure that their fucking fragile minds and their fragile egos do not be touched and tested i'm not teaching that anymore like nah you can stick up for yourself you ain't gotta take you ain't gotta coddle him because that's what i had dealt with like i thought i had to baby a man's feelings and take it easy and not challenge him or not say anything i'm so fragile yeah like we can say anything like that or you go off the deep end you go cheat on me you go fucking try god forbid you hit hit me or something you just become emotional that whatever got very violent very whatever it could be anything <laughs> I mean, we've learned how that's to how baby. some dudes actually vent themselves because it's just like I'm so angry. I can't. I don't have any of yeah, this self control. And it's just like punching through walls. Yeah, like uh, unfortunately, I had to see what anger like that was. Like just punching through walls. Like there's so much bizarre shit that I don't even want to talk about. But those are like, the things that I had to learn. Like, oh, you don't ever test a nigga. Yeah, <laughs> testing a man on what you think. No, no, no. We don't ever do that. <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't know. My mother always is not pro coddling anyone. So. Mm-hmm. 
I was ne- like I was coddled in some ways, but I wasn't. My my sister believes I was completely and totally coddled, but my sister also it, put herself inside of a lot of constraints because of prior history. But she's four years older than I am, so she lived inside of. She's been through two situations. I've only been through one, and it's just like. Yeah, so situations like that, I wish more men would step up in, and that's gonna be a, a task. To be honest with you, I, which is why, not to say that this is the sole thing wrong with black people, but it is a factor. It's like, well, how can I trust y'all if the men aren't mentally sound for real? Like, I can't trust my father to leave me nowhere because I don't know when he gonna be stubborn and full of pride. Like, if I got an idea, if he just gonna say fuck it, I'm just done. I can't trust that, and if that's how majority of men are, then how would you expect? to be led anywhere how could a woman really trust her counterpart for real to lead her in the most advantageous of ways I mean the way I always function is just kind of like I don't know listen to just do the best idea I don't understand what Mm -hmm. no matter where it came from yeah but a lot of niggas just don't don't have like you already know how men are they just they got a lot of pride it's their way or the highway just rigid they don't really have that flexibility um, to move forward. To oh. be like, oh, let's listen to what everybody has to say. My say the final. I'm going to take y'all shit with a grain of salt, but just leading with integrity is what I'll I like my idea best, but your idea is literally to get off the highway and just drive south. We're trying to go west. Yeah. They don't know how to... I think we'll to, get there that way. I don't think majority of men know how to lead with their heart. They know how to lead with lustful... They know how to leave from their ego. Sure, go at that way. But those things it. usually end up failing. I think you should lead with your head. I don't think you should ever lead with your emotions or anything like that. I didn't that. say emotions. <laughs> Let me put it this way. Lead with integrity. That's better. I won't say lead with your heart. I'll say lead with integrity. When I say talking from the heart, it's not an emotions-based thing. Your emotions are in a compulsion. And that's a side effect of something that you believe. Because it's something that triggers something else. So... No, that's not what I talk about when I say lead with your heart. I'll say lead with my integrity when I'll say something better than leading with your heart. But leading with integrity is where I'll leave it at. But with your head, though, you only limited by how much logic you only live. Logic is only limited by how much information that you have. Yes. That's the reason why I always surround myself with people that I trust that give me correct information. So that means I can always try and make the best decision that I but can. But that requires a leap of faith. That doesn't require logic. That requires a leap of faith because now I you mean, trust in somebody else. No, that's that's not, not you. I don't necessarily think that's a leap of faith. To, like me trusting Tony on marketing. Mm-hmm. I don't know shit about marketing. Tony understands marketing. So when Tony tells me something about marketing, for the most part, as far as I know, that's 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 law as far as I'm concerned. Because but you can I also say, that. fuck Tony, I'm going with my way that I want to go. Why would I ever do that in terms of marketing? Though? I mean, lots of people do that, though. So I guess <laughs> I, I see I get it the- both ways where <laughs> I think that men should be able to put themselves aside and just look at the raw facts. But I guess I don't see it as singularly a man issue I think it's a people issue I agree with that I think people remove themselves from situations like they don't play a part in the things that are happening in their life it's Mm -hmm. like things are happening to you when in reality things are happening because you're making decisions and there's reactions to that and people don't want to acknowledge hey I played a part in my child not like liking me. I played a part in my son not being able to be 
emotionally intelligent and hitting women. Hey, I played a part in this relationship feeling. Like no one wants to acknowledge that their actions actually contribute to like the sum of the whole. Like, especially parents, I'll say that don't seem to really want to be parents. They act like, all right, I'm going to give you rules. And that's what parenting is. Yeah. But it's not like engaging with you as a person. So I'm not going to really give you the skills to engage with other people outside of giving rules. And when those rules aren't followed, having repercussions, because that's realistically how people operate is, hey, I have these rules. Mm -hmm. You follow my rules. We good. You don't follow my rules. I'm going to act crazy. I'm going to do something mean. I'm going to be upset. I'm going to have an attitude. I'm going to be uh, hostile towards you. It is like everybody has all of these rules and no understanding for anybody else. There's no middle ground. There's no compromise. There's no getting to the root of a situation. And But there's also no like accountability Yeah. for that. So I don't know. I think it's trash. <laughs> okay. I mean, trash. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like that succinctly put it out. I just feel like shit is pretty trash. Yeah, shit is pretty trash for people. Oh, and so how do we fix it? Oh, you already know. My, well, I don't know. I feel like the basis of a lot of our problems is our connections with each other. And I know nobody don't want to hear that, but what else are you really doing shit for? It is. It's a lot of us just not taking the time to actually do the work in like a real tangible way. It's saying, I want to change and then expecting change to happen and not be worked on, not be something that you instigated. You have to instigate change. Change isn't something that comes for you. So I think that we have to be more intentional as a people and just, just as a people in like a general sense, black, white, whoever, everybody just, we all has should to. just more intentional about, Hey, this is how I'm actually operating in life. Instead of just like being a ball of charged emotions where you're just like constantly yeah. reacting to stimulus. Yeah. More is more so about the relationship with yourself. I'll just say that part. If that ain't together for the most part, you just going to be fly by, like, even in leading or following off of compulsions or off of what the fuck you was trained with your traumas or whatever the fuck case may be. And that's why I wouldn't necessarily just be like, oh, yeah, I'm down with the black movement. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Y'all got some work to do before we go down there. Or even with even if it was just a movement, it even got to be the black people movement. Even if white people and black people suddenly one day was like, we're getting over this hump. We've done it. Da, 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 da. We're together We've as rectified one. rectified everything Yeah, somehow. we're not racist anymore. Like, let's like, just get back. What are you back. talking about? I wow, love we've you been and fucking you up all me. day. It's just like, what do you got? Even do? if we had to get in that perfect utopia, you would still have to think about the people that surround you. Like, well, what is his mentality like? Like, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't... I mean, once we get past it. that point, it just gets to a people point. And then yeah. we end up dealing with the... I don't mind like your minutiae and your personality or anything, but what is your intentions behind moving anywhere? What are you like? You know what I'm saying? It's not going to be perfect. I'm not looking for like this perfect person, but I'm not, like, I can't follow nobody that I just really can't trust. Like for real, even if I can't trust you in your totality of how maybe you might deal with personal, do I trust how you move daily throughout life? Like, can we get that basic shit out the way first? Oh, 
the way I tr- think about no. this entire process, no. No, no. the way I think about yeah, this entire process lot. is that nauseum. You want me to be mature? <laughs> a little bit. No. <laughs> Not at all. The way people at nauseum fail at this types of stuff is, I, one, I don't think a lot of people are willing to do enough self-reflection to look at their own emotions and be like, oh, I'll be out. Because every single once in a while, I have to, like, because I'm not going to lie. I have emotional responses just like everybody else. Yeah. But there are situations where, I, like, I'll be out here upset. It's just, like, sometimes I have to re- reflect on my emotions and just be, like, I think of it as the process of, like, making steer, steel. Mm-hmm. You have to heat up the iron. You have to get the impurities out. Then you have to pour, pour out the iron. And then you have to kind of, like, you have to beat the rest of impurities out of this given thing. And I don't necessarily say the emotions are the impurities, but the emotions are the impurities are like uh, just under the thought that led that's what I was going about today. Your emotions are secondary to something that you believe. Like if you have lost, like say you lost your mother, you experience the emotion of grief because that's because you the evidence shows you you lost something. A piece of your ego has been shattered. It's a side effect. Your emotions are side effects for a thought that you really believe inside your mind. So that would be the impurity is like letting go of the thought. So I guess in that situation, the thought would be the impurity that led to you feeling sad, angry, whatever, frustrated, whatever it is. And also understanding the condition of what really triggered this mm-hmm. and also understanding whether or not the... Well, the what what made you feel that way was actually uh, if you're just being emotional and you're just kind of lashing out or whether or not it's a legitimate, like you've legitimately been harmed. Yeah. Or even then, like your body don't understand that it's been, it's your, your traumas don't understand. Like it just comes up like, Oh, you did that one thing that when somebody did now I'm off the fucking rocker. <laughs> like it doesn't, it don't really differentiate. I guess after the fact, after you get finished with it, you would know like, oh, wait, I did this. But that requires like a lot of work to get to the root of why you didn't flew off the fucking rocker. That is not an easy task. It's not easy, but it's something I've become fairly proficient at. Yeah. Because it's just like I just be out here having random. It's just like, why do I feel that way? That's pretty bullshit. And it don't make no sense. I'm done with this. I'm not feeling that way. I'll also say (laughs) I think that. Well. I think that uh, a lot of the times people aren't in relationships that push them to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, on the totality, how many people do you know, like, in, like, relationship terms that have, like, that level of depth and, like, self-awareness? Uh, I, ha- I needed that rare. level of self I needed that self level of self-awareness in order to actually survive on a day-to-day basis because with, like, I no. guess that is the way I interacted with my types of depression and anxiety and stuff like that. I had to reflect on the anxiety and realize, like, what is going on? Why do I feel this way? And it's, I had to follow, like, the little... You ever, like, had one of those, like, strand puzzles where you had yeah. to, like, follow the thing, you know, the squirrely line, and find it to the end? Yeah, that's what that's always been with anxiety. And then, But with the rest of my emotions, it's helped a lot more because it's just, like... Yeah. Oh, that was a lot shorter than anxiety. But how many people do you know that you've been in relationship with that operate like that? Oh, that's super I'm rare. <laughs> I'm a weirdo. I really re- say that. You're a weirdo, but no. I, but when I'm saying I'm a weirdo, I'm saying I am abnormal. I am not a part of the normal curve of being able to like figure down your emotions, I guess and follow it back to my point. With that is, if, if we all recognize that that's a rarity, 
And if they're just out dating and Ash says, hey, that's rare among men. And we date women. We say, hey, that's rare among women. What that ultimately means is that they're in relationships with other people that aren't pushing them to do any of those things. So we are the ones that seem odd and ill-conceived and weird when we come into that relationship because nine times out of ten, every other relationship that they have hasn't operated like this. Right. Oh, my God. The one guy I dated for a while, he was so he was so hood. He didn't understand the questions I would ask him. Well, why do you think you did that? Or what was your mo- like? What was your motivation behind that? Do you think you were doing it out of jealousy? Like he wanted to talk about how the other female was doing. I'm like, no, 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 no. We keeping this one on you, nigga. Because <laughs> I can't see. I can't For speak with other people. One first things first. I'm going to give the tip to every single dude that I guess they don't understand. Don't talk like you would talk about your past relationships, but mm-hmm. like don't harp on your past relationships when you're on a date with someone. That's Which really not, like, weird. I wasn't like crazy about the guy. So it was just like, well, whatever. I don't give a fuck. Like I'm not but about no, that. It's just, but just the, the techniques that I had was just like, why are you kept like, I didn't even like, why are you asking me all the questions? Ain't she wrong? I don't know. She might be, but I'm not dealing with her. I'm dealing with you. It's not my problem. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm not dealing with her. Day, well, I am dealing you're with my you. Problem. That's not my problem. No, she I could have been wrong, but it doesn't mean you op- everything that you just but because see, she like, was more wrong. All right, she was sixty percent wrong. You were forty percent wrong. I got to deal with that forty percent of you being wrong. Right. I'm trying to get you to figure out what your problem is, so you don't have to go back and down and doing that. If that's what you choose, now you can go ahead and do it again. I'm also trying to be like, well, you should focus on yourself now because what she did is what she did. There's really no else but to just kind of go within and be like, well. But, you know, the typical hood nigga ain't really about that life. It's just everybody else's problem. Or it even got to be hood. You just don't know how to really. I was about to say, I don't think that's necessarily a hood. Oh, that's the only reason. That was just the example that you had. Yeah, that's the only example that I had. But I also recognize, like you said, like just having them tools and niggas just looking at you like, well, why are you so calm? Like, I've done this before. (laughs) And I had to go through the mud to just. I w- figure it out. A lot of people don't think about it, but you had to work to get to your piece. So it's like, Breh. it's just like, this ain't new. No, but that's a big issue. Like, I'll yeah. say, like, when you've done more emotional work and have a stronger foundation than your counterpart, it can then seem like you're apathetic and you don't care because you're not blowing up or you're not operating in the same capacity as them. Not saying no, no. Oh no, I completely and totally get it because a lot of people say I come across as cold, aloof, and uncaring. Is just like I can see that because I'm a person of action, and and then because a lot of these emotional words, like because I've seen people who have said these things that have evoked this emotion, like my sister' relationship with her father, constantly saying like, "Hey, I'm gonna come pick you up," and then she's sitting there looking at the phone constantly, and it hits nine o'clock, and it's just like I'm just have to sit there and say, "He ain't coming." And then he calls back three days later. Oh, I'm apologize. Yada, 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 yada. I'll come pick you up this weekend. And it's constantly seeing it. And the worst is like with Ash's situation where it's like he picked him up like three out of the seven times, three out of the three out of ten times, which is almost worse. So it's like just seeing stuff like that constantly throughout my life has just led me to this point. Yeah. Most people don't have that ability to see those types of reflections in their lives. Or most people, I was I figured I was like what the story I told you, I was walking that I was walking down. I was like seven or eight years old. This lady asked me to carry her trash. I said no. And then somebody 
somebody somebody else came down carrying her trash and then apparently they passed off a message and said well she said she's not gonna give you any money for the ice cream truck anymore yada 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 blah 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 it's just like why is she holding this wrathful chance stance against against a child that didn't want to carry your trash (laughs) this is a very bizarre thing and actually reflecting back on that i've realized i've been weird for a while (laughs) because i shouldn't be able to i have i shouldn't be so self-reflective to look at that like i'm a child what's wrong with you just have but even like i don't know i've been questioning like yo is self-awareness even enough now because now even the equate of like, no. I am self-aware of my flaws, but no. <laughs> you're trying to change them. No, <laughs> I'll say no, tools. it's not enough because Tony was really big on being like, well, yeah, I know I'm this way and <laughs> I know I'm toxic. I'm okay with that. <laughs> and would fully articulate that to people. And I'm a, I'm going to do this. Yeah. And then they'd be like, oh, you did that. I was like, yeah, I told you. I told you that's how I was going to act. And they'd be like, oh, but you respond like this. Mm, I said this. I let you know who I was. And I feel like, well, that was enough. I gave you full purview. Yeah, full purview of who I am and who I was going to be. And then if you didn't take that seriously, that's on you. While I still still feel that way, mm-hmm. then if I tell you and you take that for granted, that's kind of on you. I do also recognize that, hey, recognizing who you are is one step but if you want things to be different or if you want to move in a different way you have to engage in a different way you have to behave in a different way you have to treat people in a different way you have to handle situations in a different way yeah and so it's it's more of a doing it in action so like like how you like to do the read the books and the self-help books that's that's why i like to read them as well is because it's more of like just adding different tools that hey maybe I can apply this tool to this situation oh this tool didn't fit let me use a different tool and just see if it works instead of just the tools that I was given through like growing up and being born with because maybe I didn't get a full set of tools when I was growing up and there's some shit that I'm missing or some shit that they got a right, new tool that's, that's better. tailor made to you because like oh, yeah. you said you just don't agree with like I don't know your mom cooked whatever your mom did something one way and you was like I will never, ever do that. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, nah, I just need a new tool. Or maybe you learned it by default and be like, I just need a new tool to deal with this situation. Because clearly how I'm doing it ain't working. So we need another hammer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a different fucking nail. People don't really, like, take that into consideration. Yeah, putting or... in that work for that shit. And, like, <laughs> that's a whole different other story. Like, actually putting in the work is other your other 50%. Charles put in the work. Oh, I was subjected and necess- it was necessary for me to survive. So, I don't know. As I keep saying, I'm in a very different situation. Like, when you're under, that is the way I ended up dealing with my depression. It's just like, I have to be able to reflect on it. And it's mm-hmm. like, well, why am I depressed? Depression uh, is just anger directed towards yourself. Oof. Yeah, it's like, well, why well, I agree? Well, I feel this way. Is the, are those feelings valid? Well, they're not quite valid. Well, it's like, what do you mean? I've done all, all this other stuff. Now, that's not going to ne- not necessarily going to stop me from feeling depressed, per se. Right. But it's going to give me the perspective and understanding, like, these are, this is a bad from uh, chemical response that's in my head that's not completely and totally warranted. Mm-hmm. Now, that's going to get me back to like, I don't know, if I started at like negative 25, it'll get me back to like negative 10 or so. 
but it's better than being a negative 25. So, in any event, we good? Yeah, I don't really have too much more. Yeah, I'm done. All right. <laughs> yeah, well, can be a hostile in an episode. Y'all are going to be like Ash anymore? Yeah, Charles. I'm not necessary. You want to fight I about had, it? I said my thing, but I said we get, you can fight about it, Charles. It sounded like we had actually made it to the end. <laughs> Why are you always trying to fight everybody? It's past his bedtime. I keep trying to tell y'all, oblige him, so maybe he can get some of that shit out of his system. Nobody want to do it. I'm not going to fight, Toadie. Please fight him. I'm going to start taking my boxing trainer. <laughs> well, no, it's just one of those things where it's just like, I, I mean, I don't fight Yes, this nigga no need to kick reason. a fucking bag or something. Look at him. Agree. Yeah. <laughs> Can y'all please fight this nigga? Let him get some of that shit out. Oh, just he be like coming. Find yourself a fight club. Go do it. Fight garden. Go make one in the back. <laughs> You'd have a fight garden with hoes twerking around. <laughs> Let me twerk. That's how you gotta get the fight guy popping. Yeah, get all the main real fighters. Get the cast out there twerking around. Yeah, got that Snoop Dogg teching stage. Real (laughs) fighters. It's gonna be great. Oh, but my, I don't need no hoes in my kind of garden. Stay where you at. (laughs) You need a hoe. You gotta kill the land. A hoe averse. (laughs) No, (laughs) this has been conscious construction where we support the hoes. We do. All right. Bye, guys. We out. <laughs> <laughs> He's He's